bagel that good I wanted to be injected into my veins? Where did I put my phone? I don't know. A good bagel with uh, cream cheese and smoked salmon. Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> cream cheese and smoked ham. No, That's good. No, I've done that. Just, Love bacon, a bit. just bacon, bacon and tomato sauce. Well, well, you got to uh, fuck around with it. <laughs> bacon and tomato sauce. Oh yeah, well, bacon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Ketchup. Yeah. Which one is the best one out of those three? Uh, I like the salmon. Mike doesn't. Like, but I'm Mike posh. Doesn't, but Mike so. doesn't like Lawrence. So <laughs> Mike I don't like what? Mike doesn't like Lawrence, so he doesn't get a food opinion. Oh, it's gross. I don't care. You're it's it's like alligator skin. That's what it looks like, and that's the texture of it. I'm gonna have it. One, two, <laughs> good. several, all of the alligators. I would try. I would try alligator. I've had it. In the front of the mic, rather than over the top. Sorry. Oh, okay. right. I, I would try alligator. It's not very nice. Oh. Did you? Yeah. What it tastes like? It's got an uncomfortable texture, and it never goes any other color than pink. Ah. So it's just you never really know it's cooked. Uh, it's, what do you got? What do you got? What's nice. your flavor today? Got apple and raspberry. Oh. Tesco's because they've not got an Aslan in Farfar. <laughs> <laughs> Tesco's is expensive. Well, you, you Tesco's there? loyal now. No, fuck no. <laughs> I went in Asda's just when I got in a Perth there and picked up four Guinness for later on. He's just walking like I'm him. <laughs> the woman that works on the self service is like, oh hi, how's it going? I haven't seen you in a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> really? In there like twice a day, man. <laughs> I was getting beers before breakfast and beers for. <laughs> did you know? Did you know? Drop at uh, McDonald's for a wee six nuggie meal. No. Ooh. I'm off. I'm off the McDonald's at the moment. Oh yeah. Mama Max home cooking. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Need them chicken when nuggies, I, mate. You look a little. Look a little there. Look a little there. When I look back to my boss, says, "Yeah, you're just like this is going to be shite," and then you're like. This is DOS. <laughs> this is absolutely DOS. Like, I would go pick up my wash and they go and do it, and I was like, it's, already it's, it's done. apparently already in my cupboard. <laughs> I'd be loving the fact that she makes my tea for me. Mm-hmm. She's doing my washing for me. Nice. She makes my bed for me. <laughs> and then she leaves me notes on the bed saying, I've made you some pea and ham soup. It's in the fridge. Oh, I love pea and ham. why folk never love want to leave him. It's like, fucking great. Thing is, like, my, apparently, the, the running joke in my family was that I was never going to leave him. <laughs> But then the wee man came along in a hot take. Yeah, hand was forced, forced up. She uh, had set me up, like, there in the house with, like, a table for my telly, my Xbox and that, and, like, a big, like, leather reclining chair and that so I could sit and play my FIFA in comfort. Oh, well, that's I, dope. She creates a Guinness there. She buys nice crisps and that for me. She fucking... How long is that going to last, though, until she's like, all right, no, it's time She's for you loving that. it because <laughs> I'm, I'm cleaning up after myself, too. You know, I finish my tea, put the dishes in the dishwasher and that. You're a responsible tenant now, eh? Yeah. Like, I remember my mum and dad, when I moved back, we got this, like, because it was temporary, we got a double bed from, like, a bunk bed from me and the wee fella from when I had them. A double bed on the bottom, single bed on the top, still in his room now. Yeah. And she'd bought him Avengers bed sheets. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, ah, fuck me, I want a pair of them. And she actually went and bought double bed Avengers sheets. Jesus Christ. Tell you what, man, I was DOS. It's great. The only thing she's not enjoying is when I'm shouting at the FIFA. <laughs> For fuck's sake, he's fucking. Oh, he's glitching right. Keep it down, Andy. Went, oh. <laughs> she's going mad like her neighbours and that were over, and I was fucking screaming, and all the windows and that were open. And I was just like, remember to myself when the guy you knew the last minute go. Don't start kicking the bed. Don't start throwing your fucking empty cans at the floor. Going mad. <laughs> You're in your mum's house. Respect. You it. can. Uh, Sean Moran, my mate Sean was. Yes. The worst FIFA rage I've ever seen in my life. And I, when he stayed with his mum and dad, this is years ago, 12, 13 years ago. And I went round to his house, my wife said, You fancy giving a FIFA? And he handed me this controller. Kenny, everyone's got a scabby wee side controller from when they've got guest rent. Yeah. This thing had stab marks in it. 
What? Because he didn't want to hurt his controller, so he used to have the spare one next to him. So if something happened, he would grab what was next and smash fuck out of this controller. Let's just say I used to have three and I only have one. Yeah. <laughs> expensive I've, I've, too, I've, man. Yeah, they're like thirty pounds a pop. But I'm not that. joking. When you're sweating that weekend league and you're trying to get that elite three, elite two finish. <laughs> And somebody's fucking deadling you with skill moves and they're just better than you. I can't accept people (laughs) being better than me. That's the problem. (laughs) Yeah, it's not any fault of the game. It's just that he was better than me. Normally it's the other way around. You're a very different gamer to um, to our leadership here. Do you want to tell them the the picture you sent me the other day? So I was walking home from work. I was on the phone to Chuff. And she's like, I've sent you a Snapchat of what I'm currently doing on Assassin's Creed. Do you want to tell them what that picture was, please? There's a very big statue of Zeus and you can hang off his wang. Can you? of you. Her little warrior goddess just handing, hanging on his, hanging on his piece. Must be hung. No. 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 Like, if you put it in, like, obviously in perspective, it's about a 10 foot long wang. But if you put it like. Oh, that's hung, yeah. Like, <laughs> when regards to the rest of the size of them, well, I'm impressed. Oh, okay. Unless Zeus is a grower. We're all growers, be, aren't we? an episode title. Is it erect? No. no. Saft. Saft? Saft. Can Zeus? you still like do the big dive off of it and then land the, like, the straw <laughs> stuff at the bottom? I didn't try it, actually. <laughs> yeah. I should have tried that. Just that's, shoot right that's at the end of it. That's right in the preamble. Zeus what? is a grower. Zeus is a grower. <laughs> Better write that down, because I'll fucking forget. <laughs> is this the, like, Good to just, be back. No, is it? Three works with a preamble. I feel like we should get some big horn section for this intro. Ladies and gentlemen, hang on. What was that episode title again? Zeus is a grower. Okay, two Zeus seconds. is a grower. <laughs> it's true though. <coughs> Pardon me. All right, we're good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Very welcome back to yeah. another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host Jordan Patrick, yeah. the Thick King, and my co-host, Mister Michael Dots. Mike Dots. Mike Dots. El Grande Nippes. El Grande Nippes. El Nipperino. Dirty Mike and the Boys. Dirty Mike and the Boys. M-E-T-H-V-E-N. Man. Here I am. Here I am. The Methuen Man. I heard that last week. I was driving up the road. I nearly crashed the car. I was like, what the fuck are they being on about? I'll leave them for one week. I love What's going on? I was thinking we should do that as a charity single. Yeah, we should. I'm not producing it. <laughs> Normally we would have word with Dots here, but I woke up this morning and I was like, you know what? I channeled my inner chuff. And I was like, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> Channel manager jump is funny. I was like, I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to do it anymore. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do it anymore. And your old dad set me straight. And he was like, maybe if you were fucking prepared more often, it would be it'll be more digestible for you. And I was like, you're right. You're right. I'm unprepared quite often, but I don't know. So I want to hear from you guys. If you if you want to hear the word with dots, I will. Be prepared from now on, but let us know. We'll put a poll up. We'll put a poll up. And My answer is no. <laughs> we got one for the nose. And uh, I don't know if anyone noticed, but those dulcet tones you heard, the reigning, defending podcast champ. Podcast. You're all down the ones and twos, Andy Mack. There you go. What's happening? Yeah. And we are also joined by the first lady of the podcast, Chuff. Hiya. Um, I think does this this put Chuff back in the lead for most episodes appeared on. She's on back to backs. Yeah, because Rana, you and Rana, I think we're just tied the last time at four apiece. Yeah. And now you've got five and a half. How's there that you go? feel? It's uh, wonderful. Um, I want to thank God and <laughs> for such things. So <laughs> thank you. Do you th- Other deities are available. Do you thank God when shit goes wrong? <laughs> she does say, oh my God, an awful lot when something annoying's happened. Like if I've not changed the toilet roll over. So, oh my God! Uh, we are like, so actually, yeah, let's let's actually bring it. So Mike asked us the other week, Chuff, 
We got, got, the, we got a sponsor we got to talk about, oh, right? I was going to get to Oh, that. sorry. Good, sorry. Good, 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 good. They're a bit excited tonight. Yeah, we're back. Everybody's just dying to get in there. Um, you hard you, to? I'm hard. name something you don't like about your partner, what would it be? <laughs> would you really want to do this in public? Be, uh, make, it, make it fun. Don't, like, don't, really don't make me cry. Don't attack my character. <laughs> um, I think the most recent one is the fact that you never change the toilet roll. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? do if you... Oh, well... I just you, don't put it on the hanger. Like, I'll pull out a new one. Okay. Like, our toilet roll is in a very handy to reach spot. So if you get there and you're caught short, then you can reach over and grab them without okay. having to, like, do that weird sort of tense butt cheek walk across the room. What's Chuffs? What, what would you say uh, She leaves her clothes in the bathroom flare. Oh, I don't like Which that. Which is annoying because we have a washing basket in the bathroom yeah. and she leaves her clothes next to the washing basket. Is this a like, hey, shower time, I'm going to strip down right here, throw it on the floor and then just but go on about my day? Next to a washing basket. There is oh, a okay. receptacle inches from where she drops it. I wouldn't like that either, no. I'd do that. But the yeah. difference is I pick it up when I come home at night. Do I pick it up? No, I pick it up. No, you don't. <laughs> on what? my way of ignoring the toilet roll hole. <laughs> <laughs> Tit for tat there. Anyway, go. we do have a sponsor this week. We do have a sponsor this week. You guys were, you were talking yesterday, oh, not yesterday, last week about you guys were selling this place, weren't you? Yes, sir. Well, part, if you anybody else is selling the house, you may want to touch it up with a lick of paint, would mm-hmm. you? You know what I mean? This week's podcast brought to you by David Hunter, painter and decorator. Anyone moving out there, maybe you want to give him a ring, get him to touch up a room or two. Or you can get him to do the outside as well. He does exterior stuff also. He's, he's, he paints everything. He's versatile. The versatility mm-hmm. of David Hunter is unprecedented. Yes, sir. Um, and he's sound, too. Also, um, like I, I mentioned many times before, he's uh, going to have a look. I was chatting with him on the, the Monkey Sword Fight Facebook. Uh, he's going to have a look at the, the outside wall of my house once I get that crack fixed. Uh, and plus, painting is just super messy. Why not leave it to the professionals yes, like sir. David Hunter? Time served, insured painter, uh, mainly in Perth, but it may go a bit afar if needed. There's another uh, uh, additional content on the sponsor this week that he mentioned in the messages as well. Oh, oh, maybe, yeah. Stay tuned for Talk that. Yourself. But uh, if you need any exter- interior or exterior painting done, please contact David Hunter by email, dhpainteranddecorator at gmail.com, or search for him on Facebook. Search David Hunter, painter and decorator, de- painter and decorator, and let him know the MSF guys sent <laughs> Put that creepy laugh there. He'll love that. Also, yep. David Hunter would like you to know Oh yeah, he's taking bookings for external work in the 2020 spring slash summertime. Oh, Jordan saved me. There you that go. Includes Mike. If you would like a quote on any external work he's needing done on his place. Yes. So dive in there for uh, next spring or for 2020. Because yeah. I'd like he's, to uh, thank David Hunter as well, as well as all you guys for bearing with us in this transitional period. Yes. Uh, normally we are very reliable. Crank one out once a week. Uh, More than that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Kill yourself. You know, Dad's currently moving house, so we are doing a portable lab live from Chuff's living room right this second. Um, so, let's say, given another few weeks, we'll be back to your regular scheduled programming um, between holidays as well. Mikey Dot's going back to the motherland. Hell yeah. My mom's not going to be waiting on me hand and foot while I'm there, though. She won't do that shit. Uh, that's because you've got your kids there. Yeah, she'll be waiting on that's them. That's what I'm saying. Is it, it must be tough when you go back and she's like, hi, Mike, and then she just dotes over girls for two And weeks. then she gives me a forearm shiver and knocks me out of the way. And, and strong picks arms. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the girls? The <laughs> uh, shout out to Mama, Mama and Papa Dots. Yeah. Good guys. So how's everyone doing? Andy Mac? Yeah. It's your cell. 
Getting yourself. Getting yourself. Yeah, man. What you been up to? Working. Working hard. Yeah, new job. How's it's it good. going? It's good. It's good. It's what's good. the new job? The teaching. Shaping the teaching. Oh. This is a, what's this? This is a week three, week four, in fact. So it's only five weeks in the semester. Yeah. And then you get a week's holiday. Hey. Okay, so no, things are going good. Students are doing well. I'm just traveling a long way every day at the moment. That's why the podcasts are a bit difficult because I heard you guys talking about it last week. Um, can I also say I really enjoyed the show last week? Oh, yeah. I was finding myself shouting and chipping into stuff as I was driving <laughs> around. I was like, the shop, you did not. Like, <laughs> the sign of, the sign you, of a good did podcast. You, did you hear the silence after we said, hi, Rachel, and we were yeah. waiting for you to chime in. Hi, yeah. Rachel. Hi, hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. I thoroughly, Hi, I th- sorry, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, no, I've been busy, man, but because I'm living so far away, it just means like when I finish work, as you guys mentioned last week, some weeks I finish at half 12, one o'clock, and then it's like back to four, four, and then coming back down again at nights and then working the next day. It's like I'm leaving the house at like seven, seven fifteen in the morning. It's for like, our international like, listeners, how far is four, four, from, four, four from Perth? Well, my mum's house is just outside of four, four, but I probably have to travel. It takes me about an hour in the car because then with the traffic and that as well, and then. Mm. Obviously, I like to drive fast, but that road's a hot spot for cops. Uh, so the last thing I need to be doing is losing my license. And on top of that, my tyre has been fucked on my car. So I've been driving about with my spare wheel on. Ooh. And you can't go above 50 mile an hour on it. Because the thing's only like that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, bike yeah. tyre. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a lot of travelling and that. But other, otherwise, I'm good. I'm just uh, new offers, offers in on the house. So fingers yes. crossed, maybe nice. four to five weeks and we'll be good to go. And as I was saying to Jordan and Chuff, I just got the money for the last house and it's been more than five days since I signed the deeds. That means if they move in and anything goes wrong, I'm not liable for it. Hey. Yeah. And it probably will. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I got like 60 Gs in my bank account, so I'm going to get on it then. I cannot wait. So no, everything's all good with me. Just glad to be back doing the show and thanks to the listeners for bearing with us and the Patreons as well because yeah. obviously those guys awesome segue. Do, subscri- uh, do subscribe for you know extra content and they haven't had much the last two or three weeks so that is a very awesome segue first of all good to have you back Andy Mac yes, thank sir. you Mike uh, we'll go through the Patreons quickly please do Alistair Cook I was just feeling super um, say a little bit about some of the Patreons feeling super appreciative of just everything in life mm-hmm. and uh, Ali does take the time out to comment on all of our stuff on Facebook uh, and on Patreon, just in, every now and again, just engages me in a conversation. Yeah, and I absolutely just love a it. good guy. Should be sitting having a wee shy day at work, or just like having a bit of downtime. And as a young message, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, there's going to be a good talk. He's just actually got a message there from him come through just before we start recording. So, I hopefully will have replied by the time you get this episode, Ali. Yeah, he's just a good guy, Ali. So appreciate you, Ali. Yes, sir. Uh, Callum McLaughlin. Yeah. Chops. <laughs> chopsticks on holiday. I think she's on the. Oh no, I think it's summer holidays. Over there. Holiday chopsticks the other day. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, chopsticks. No, no. She would put up something where she was like singing and that, and I was just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not the most flattering look for you, Claire. And she didn't reply, and I was like, Fuck, have I offended her? But she was cool. Yeah. yeah. Was that the shoe one? The one where she was like mispronouncing song lyrics with props? Yeah, she yeah. had some sort of weird like filter thing on her face which made her mouth like absolutely enormous and like squished her face down. I was like, that's a body look, clear. <laughs> Zero reply. <laughs> Message seen. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> red. Uh-oh. She replied. Ah, yeah. hey. <laughs> Craig McCaffrey. Craig. The shoulder lift. Andy's broke already. He's missed that. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Danielle Miller. 
Hi, Daniel. We, did, we congratulate Daniel last we week. We did, yeah. yeah well, I'll stop my congratulations in there as well, because uh, you guys were mentioning our wedding last week. Mm-hmm. Beat the goalie in that at the wedding? Yeah. Fucking yes, man. Let's do it. Neither of them have kids, but they volunteer at this kids' football team, and the talk from experience how much time that takes up. And like I did as well, because the wee man's on the team, but they did it just purely for the love of the game, so... Good Shout people. Out to them too. Good people. Uh, Fraser Rifi, come on down. Uh, and I messed up last week and I didn't say night and day podcast. And then um, it came out of their way to send us a message to say, is everything okay with the subscription? Everything is fine. And I'll serenade you. Night and day. Just on I messaged PJ there. I was listening to a podcast about that. I've talked about it before called Do Go On. Me and Chuff listened to it. It's, um, they were talking about uh, the Halifax explosion. Oh, yeah, which yeah. Was the second biggest man-made explosion after Hiroshima. Is that right? And wow. that happened. I've just it clicked because they live in Halifax. Mm. And he sent me this link to this like advert that they put on every year and sort of memoriam of it and shit like that. So it was like, a pretty big fucking deal. That's wild. So if you haven't listened, do go on the Halifax explosion. It is bananas. Like the disaster this thing caused. It was like a ship full of explosives. Also, it's just very funny the way they tell it. Yeah, yeah. It's a disaster. It's hilarious. Yeah. Do they say it a boot a lot? No, because oh. they're Australian. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that'd be strange if they did. Who's Australian? The comedians that do the podcast. It oh, just, okay. They, did, they right. do a different topic each week. It's three Australian comedians, and they do a different oh, yeah, topic about each this, week. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually going to see them live yeah. in December. In December. <clears throat> we saw them live last year. Mm. They did three different kind of Scottish things, but they're doing another UK tour. So. The Thick King was recorded live on that episode. Shouting hey, out. Shouting out. Yeah, same one. Big laugh. I shouted yeah, it out. starts with my laugh, my god-awful laugh. <laughs> you can hear Chuff cackling in the background, and then they shouted out something, and I just shouted out the boss, and place went then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did this already. We'll go for round two. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Uh, Roddy Badass. That sounds like a rapper's name. Roddy Badass. Um, I think we're a wee bit out of date, but he did really well in a jiu-jitsu competition not that long ago. Shout out to all the boys at Fair City. I think they scooped a handful of medals. Oh, um, yeah, I, did, I saw that. Yeah, like, Facebook. like two or three podium positions for the different categories, so shout out to Fair City. Nice. Uh, Sean Bartlett. Big Sean. Come on down. And Steven Stosh, Taj, another Big Stosh. general giant. There you yes, go. Sir. Those are the Patreons. We were just talking about Stosh earlier, actually. Were you? Why? <laughs> Can't say. Can't, can't, yeah, he's a great lad. I'll tell you. It's really funny. <laughs> That's a bit ominous, all right? No, no, it's not, it's not, it's not bad at all. Don't worry, Stosh. So uh, I, I came in and I said I was annoyed. Yeah, mate. So my, uh, I'll tell you what. This will set up why I was annoyed. So my oldest daughter, she's very arts and craftsy. Well, they're both really arts and craftsy, but Skyla is a bit older. She's two years older than my youngest daughter, Sienna. So she had a project that was due. Um, she came home. They had to build, you know, the, the is it Arc de Triumph? Oh, yeah. Rayleigh. Really. <laughs> yeah. Rayleigh's really small bottom of mini leg was set of it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's cool. I need to get Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So she, I was like, you know, we get the box, we'll get all the stuff. And I went and bought her, went down to uh, Home Bargain, not Home Bargains, um, really? the range. Yeah. Got her some plasticine and stuff. And she made a bunch of stuff. And then Connie got her a bunch of things that she could hang off it. And she was like, I don't need your help. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. I was ready to help you out. That's fine. So she did it and sent me a picture of it when she was handing it in. And it looked fucking, it looked really, really good. Like she painted the whole thing out. Then my other daughter comes home. She, t- she told me on Friday, I got a project due. Oh, okay. All right, well, make sure you bring me the letter so I know what the project's on. What's the project on? Fish, underwater stuff. Okay, I need more information than that, Sienna. <laughs> you need to tell me more than that. All right, I'll bring in the letter. So then she comes out of school. Dad, we need to do the project now. It's due tomorrow. What's the project you want? I need a fishbowl. 
Sienna, where's the letter? <laughs> I need the letter. Where is the letter? Uh, I don't have it. Finally, I see the letter, and it's like, use recyclable goods. They, they want you to use recyclable shit all the time in the school, which is cool. Use recyclable goods. So I was like, Sienna, do you know like the layers of it? Because you have to write like a little report for it as well. Do you know the layers of the ocean and, and you know the animals that are each, each, at each layer or the fish that are at each layer? No. I was like, well, if you don't know, how am I supposed to know? I've, see, this as well. Like, see how you're saying that was good that she wanted to do it herself. Because uh, last year, they mind that we had to build a fucking castle. Yes. So they were doing a thing on Scottish castles, and they had to build a castle. So I was like, right, I'll, we'll put the work in. So we've got a shoebox, some toilet roll, give it a wee prison, like wee things. We spray painted it, we put some string in it, so I had like a wee shitty draw. But it didn't look great, but we done it ourselves. Yeah. End of term, I go pick up Riley, <laughs> and these wee cunts are bringing out their fucking... There's castles. And these things are like paper mache, yeah. fucking drawn in with bricks. <laughs> no. Most professionals I had to really brought his I was like, put it in a fucking bin for any I did just get an update. I, I felt like such a shit dad because I had to contact one of Scott Asiana's friends' moms just to see like when is this fucking thing due? Because I don't know. So she just sent a message back to say, Hi Mike, yeah, they got a letter on Monday last week. It's to be in for Thursday. So we got a couple of days now. Uh, to do it. We're doing an aquarium, but it could be anything like a poster, like the poster that's in the homework folder. The homework folder that's, there's no homework in Sienna's. I don't, she must eat the shit on the way home because I don't know where it is. I, I honestly don't know how, like, Riley, school for Riley seems to be some sort of black hole <laughs> where things disappear. He came out once. Was he wearing odd shoes? No, we picked up You told me that story. And he just lost them. Yeah, just lost a pair of fucking forty quid clutch shoes. Yeah, and, I just, and then it's nothing to them. I just started buying them Astros because I was like, <laughs> I'm not spending fifty quid at Clark's for these. And then the teacher wrote a letter on that. Riley needs to be wearing proper shoes. I was like, you can fucking buy them then. Exactly, there's no fucking danger. Like he plays football in them all day. What am I going to buy him? Proper expensive shoes at a class for from go just scuff the living daylights out of. And then they go, yeah, Scott, Sienna, like, lo she lost, she was at a record pace. Maybe lost, like, eight in, like, six days. I was like, how is this possible? How do you lose eight cardigans? Did you go home, get one, and then lose that one? But anyway, uh, they were like, make sure that you put the tags in there, iron the tags and then write the name on there. And I was like, for what? You don't, you don't give them back anyway. For what? It's just wasting my time. This is why I don't have kids. And, <laughs> and then, I dropped, so I dropped her off, and I, I was probably a little bit more upset than I should have been, but I was just telling her, like, you need to be a little bit more responsible. Like, you're eight, you're, <laughs> you're eight years eight old. Years old. Stop <laughs> acting like a kid. I have a kid. <laughs> Shit. No, um, I was like, you need, to be, you need to tell me, you need to get your homework, you need to bring it home. And then I, I, I dropped them off, and then I was coming here, and then Perth, again, has turned into the, the city of orange cones and, and temporary traffic lights for whatever fucking reason. So you get down by the police station and it's just fucking, it's like Manhattan. You're like, you're in gridlock. You, you just stopped. Off, you turn off the TK Maxx, mate. Oh. That's, that's the trick. You turn off the TK Maxx. You take that right out again. TJ Maxx. TJ so, Maxx. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was sitting there in my car boiling and then I remember like at the place that shall not be named, uh, do you know they have like this mindfulness and meditation session every Monday? Yeah. You do, yeah. So yeah. I was listening to it today <laughs> as I was doing my work and sweat pouring off me and stressed <laughs> out. Probably the, the opposite. And I was like thinking like, <laughs> just two extremes. I was like, listen to this peaceful stuff and now about five hours later, I'm, I'm sitting so in traffic fucking relaxed ready right to now. smash someone's face off. But I'm glad I'm podding now and Venting, yeah, so venting. Yeah, I can see that just the steam slowly releasing from your ears as you from speak. my penis hat. Yeah, your penis hat. Yeah. What does your penis look like? If that's that's tartan, it's gray and tartan. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Oh man.
<laughs> Do we have any feedback? Um, <laughs> I think we did have some feedback from the last show that we did. Yeah, we asked, thank you to everyone. We were shitting ourselves. We were going to put the episode out and no one was going to comment, but everyone laid in, so that was nice. Not can, a bad way. Can I say I thoroughly enjoyed it? Thank you. That was good. We missed you, though. And yeah, I was it was saying, strange. I was saying to Jordan, like, for me, it was really weird because normally I would edit and I already know what's, go- what's going on, you know, conversation-wise and that. But for me, it was really nice to just listen to you boys chatting and I stuck it on after work as I drove up the road. Yeah. And it was brilliant. <laughs> so oh, I don't man. know where our listeners... I'd be interested to find out where the listeners listen to the podcast. Good question. Because I'm telling you right now, it's fucking perfect. When you're driving about, we when yeah. it's so good for that. You just it's like you're on autopilot, uh, and you're you're like, oh fuck, that's me home. I love a po- <laughs> I love a podcast and a long drive. Me like, too. Yeah. I tend not to put music on a long drive anymore because you spend half your time skipping and trying to find the right tune. Whereas if like if I'm going like even just to Glasgow, queue up like two or three podcasts just for the way there and back. Because like you say, it's easier. It's like you're sitting in a car full of people. It's a bit yeah. easier to actually get the time through. Yeah, for the good podcast, when you start, you, you, like you were saying before, you know what's good when you start being like, oh, I don't know about that. And you're like, shit. Uh. The people in the car next to me think I'm talking to somebody. Because we, we think I'm a Bluetooth. Because I like playing it to Chuff and then just hearing her sigh when Mike does Word with Dots. I lied. Word with Dots. Here we go. Now I'm joking. <laughs> the quality actually wasn't that bad either. No, it's good. I was surprised at that as well. Me yeah. too. Me too. Like, yeah. Comparatively. I think it's because we were literally just crouched over the phone to make sure it was clear. Andy, this is when we tell you your services are no longer needed. Because you've done really well uploading the file. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, let's let's tell the story. So Andy, um, (laughs) because Andy couldn't make it, I I, I recorded it on my phone, and then I was like, how do I upload it? So Andy, you gave me like a crash course on how to do it. And so I was after work, I was stressed out, and I sat down to do it. He was like, you got to convert it to an MP3, from the M4A to an MP3. And then that took me like 45 minutes to find the site to do that. (laughs) And then I was like, can I do it from GarageBand? He was like, yeah, you could do it that way. And I'm fucking with GarageBand for like another hour. GarageBand? Uh, yeah. GarageBand? Garage band. Oh, fuck Garage off. GarageBand? Fuck you guys. <laughs> and then um, eventually I was like, I'm sorry, Andy, I need help. <laughs> I, I do have a question though. Why was the file called Perth Ice Rink? Well, See, what was that all about? It's the location where we are. <laughs> Maybe so I've, noticed, I've noticed this before. Like, so if I, like, if we're like in the background and take a photo. Mm-hmm. It'll sometimes say Perth Leisure Pool. Or the ice rink, and then something like if you creep, see- <laughs> 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 and then as well, like so, see if you like take a Snapchat and you get like the location filter as well. Sometimes it pops up saying Morrison's UK. So like you're thinking selfies, Morrison's. <laughs> yeah, Morrison's loyal because it's so fucking close. See, I wondered that because I was like, has he sent me the right file? And then I quickly like listened to it. Like I had to like <laughs> edit it at my desk before I started work in the morning, and then I was just like pinged it back. I was like, why the fuck is it called Perth Ice Rink? You're a good man, Andy. Yeah, yeah. But are. just for future reference, if you do have to do it, you should just be able to, uh, on your garage band because Logic's just advanced garage band. You should just be able to click the file on your desktop and then just drag it into the session. Well, I was doing that on my phone though. That's the thing. Oh, it you was, were doing. I thought you were doing it on uh, no. uh, like a laptop with Garage Band. We're not all balling like you, Andy. Oh, man. Max. Soon. You got through it, though. We, I think, I think Thank you guys you. did a good job, and the quality was fine. It got it uploaded, and I say, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to it going up the road. Oh. It was good. It was good. Good team effort. Yes, team effort. All right, so feedback. We're diving in with the feedback. So I'll just start from the top here. One of the bra and we did was uh, drinking coffee with meals other than breakfast. What did you think about that, Andy? 
I don't drink coffee at all, ah, but true. if I'm yeah. going to have something to eat, generally I have a cold drink. And then Jordan said, I don't drink alcohol when I'm eating my tea. Well, I, didn't, uh, I didn't say it. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't I was like banging people on the horn and I was swerving the car about it. I was like, what's this guy on about, man? <laughs> this asshole. I don't sound like that at all, so that's not fair. <laughs> Dickhead. So, uh, the, this uh, says this poll ends in four days, but we got oh, it's a close one. Thirteen bras and eighteen naws. Oh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, a fifty-eight to forty-two split. Yeah, I, I don't see a coffee with like pancakes. Yes, yes, but, like savory breakfast foods. No, yeah. oh, I well, bacon roll. You wouldn't have coffee with that. I would. I have a cup of tea. I prefer a cup of tea while bacon right. roll. Well, teacher's on. You're wrong. So, uh, <laughs> 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 brown Americans. shoes with black trousers that, that caused a bit of a, a bit of a stir. I was quite upset actually, and I seen one of the people um, who said bra, Paul Leesk. Um, no problem. I've seen him at work today, and I looked at him completely differently. <laughs> when I seen he was a bra for that, I was like, mate. I was thinking about that in the car because um, brown sort of shoes with a navy blue suit. Can actually look quite nice. Oh, that's, that's, deadly. Yeah. that's deadly. But with a black suit, it's got to be black shoes, man. It's got yeah. to be black shoes. Black, yeah. black on black when it comes to clothes. Yeah. No, I well, Mike's actually rocking a really nice monochrome get up this evening. This is uh, I'm, a, I'm a mess right now. So these are like the sweatpants I wear to work. These are just black, the black shoes I normally wear. Your anyway. shoes are Tra- like tra- white noise. Uh, they are, yeah. It's like fuzzy TV. <laughs> this is the, the monkey sword fight outfit of the day. <laughs> <laughs> the best dress. We do that. I actually put it up and see who could vote. For yeah, the best dress. you'd probably you'd probably get it because you look like straight out of work. work gear. Like when literally I went and picked Chuff up from work, and then we didn't actually get him until about ten minutes before Andy arrived. So I'm still cutting a bit in my work gear. Shirts on tuck though, Ken. Ooh, Keep the cash. Gotta. Mm-hmm. This is my cardigan. This sweater I wore to work. So who else? Who else jumped in? So. um uh, yeah, Jay West, he wrote, uh, oh, he thinks those are boots. Bless. Shout out to Jay West, uh, trying to set up a Tayport baseball team. Hell yeah, that looks cool. He yeah. asked me if I wanted to play, and I was like, bro, I'm terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting a bash just to see what it was like. I have no idea what the rules are, but I wouldn't yeah. mind just... I used to have a baseball mitt in that back in the day. Baseball is good, and I'm not saying this about you, because like bigger guys can play, because it's not much. It's not like a, a lot of... I mean, you need to run... You need to be able to like sprint. I'm, I'm actually, but, I'm surprisingly quick for a larger gentleman. Yeah, maybe good for you. And you're a big guy too. You got to smash the ball to us, smash the fuck out of it. You know? I don't know. Just catch one right in the napper. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, yeah. me too. The My old man used to play cricket. That's a fucking solid ball. Yeah. You see, like you see, like I remember years ago just seeing this. Like, it was like an interview with like pro cricket players and like the bruises they come away with when the ball hits oh. them not on the pads and it, oh Jesus Christ do they wear like a cage over their face mask or like yeah. or is it or is it just a yeah, yeah. yeah they, nah, the, the bat- batters you, do you watch the cricket from like the 70s and that guys didn't even wear helmets <sighs> and then there's some Psychos. really there's some really interesting photos you can see online of a famous tour the English cricket team did uh, down in Australia in the 20s it was called the Bodyline Tour so to stop the famous batsman Don Bradman scoring so many runs they bowled and pitched it up short so everything was into the body mm-hmm and uh, some of the pictures of the aftermath of the bruises that some of these guys had. I mean, you look at the guys, a fucking mess. Like, cricket is a brutal game. I've seen a guy get, a guy went for, like, a cover drive, and the guy who bowled ah, it, the old we cover school, drive, yes. He, he was bowling, and the guy just cracked the, the ball back at him, and it's only 22 yards between the wickets, oh, yeah. and it rattled him, like, right there on oh. the front of the leg where, that, where your bone is, like, on your shin. Like, I've never seen... 
I've never seen anything that looked so painful in my life. Oh. His leg just welted up like he had a fucking bowling ball there oh. on his shin. It's, nah. a, it's a pretty nasty game if you get hit by that ball. Never so. play in baseball. No, thank you. Um, they wear a glove in baseball anyway. It's so fucking cheaty. Do you know what I mean? We've <laughs> got this massive big fucking mitt on to catch the ball, but Somebody, cricket, you don't I, get that. Love, have you ever seen the videos where it's like... Um, like the, the batter's annoyed because the pitcher's chucking it at his face and he just downs his fucking bat or he launches his bat at the, the pitcher. Yeah. As the pitcher ducks it away the bat, the, the fucking guy's sprinting and I'm like, I'm going to absolutely end you. You can always tell the guys that want to fight because they run fast to the mound because they're like, I'm going to get you before anyone can get me. Yeah. So the guys that kind of like talk and they kind of walk out there, he's like, oh, he doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to. He's just trying to get mouthy. Uh, all right. Um, back to the... The, the boots. The, the boots and the, well, brown shoes and black trousers. Jeanette Judson, she says, uh, surely bigger question should be skinny dress, skinny jeans stroke trousers on men. Bra or nah? Forget the color of the boots. Somebody Bro. different asks this every week. Skinny yeah. jeans seem to be a big, big issue with some folk. Yeah. See, I, 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 I get like, I, I, I like my stretchy, definitely. my stretch fit. That means my jeans just last longer than I chocolates the butt. She like the ass. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Also, uh, some feedback. We found uh, our nemesis, Monkey Knife Fight. Right. Let's, just, let's just put it through there right now. I will fight these cunts. Like, <laughs> With a knife. Start, or a sword. Twitter started in October. It's fine. We have You guys were asking about copyright. It doesn't really matter too much because we technically already own the intellectual property on it because we can prove based on the show episode but basically when the episodes dropped, when the social medias were all created, oh. that we own the intellectual property, technically, for Monkey Sword Fight. Mm. So if anybody was to try and do something else, we technically own the intellectual property for that. So it's, it's it's nobody... Maybe see if we want to get a little bit of piece of that Listen, pie. folk have been hit for less than that, man. <laughs> honestly. Hey, it's, it's a... No, we, Daily we, Fantasy, they got some money. Between <laughs> us ah, between us and the folk that we listen to, we've got jiu-jitsu players. How have they got so many followers so soon? This what is, is it they do exactly? It's gambling. So uh, all the fucking uh, degenerates, right. fucking. degenerates follow us too. Absolute but, you know? minx. Everybody go to their page and give them hate. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Go, go, no, we send long. everybody over there and just put like the, the monkey sword fight uh, emojis on there. Just on the pick thing. up. Fuck them. Minx. No, they're, it's, they're so similar. Minx. People would be like. I was among my Uncle Gav uh, put on one of the broad nose for later on. He was like, copyright infringement. Brackets, <laughs> monkey knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> Even so, one of my favorite comments on that was, who brings a knife to a sword fight? I was like, yeah, who was it? Somebody, Stevie Mack, I think. Uh, probably. Yeah, like, Stevie Mack. What a guy. Uh, on the actual mini episode post, uh, it's just all Ali Cook. So he says, hot lettuce, bra, best band, band, best band name ever. <laughs> Hey, we got hot lettuce. <laughs> hot, we got hot lettuce coming up after traffic. Play. I'm pretty. I'm going soul funk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't reckon you're right. Yeah. That's like right. <laughs> like jazz. <laughs> like, there's some slap bass going on in there. Like hot lettuce opens up for like the. Uh, Red oh, chili fuck. peppers. Yeah, they opened up. Oh, nah, I forgot the name of the band. Like the hot chocolate cover band. Hot oh. ass. <laughs> but it's all white guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got no soul. Ali <laughs> uh, Cook also, because we talked about uh, putting chocolate in the fridge, it says dark chocolate goes in the freezer. Milk chocolate with caramel does not, unless you have metal teeth. Chocolate. Did Chuff not? Yeah. Did you not say that you like chocolate in the fridge? Well, dark chocolate, dark chocolate in the fridge, but he said the freezer, and that's insane to me. No, because I like a boost bar that's been in the fridge. Sounds I like chocolate like, that's been like in the Alec fridge. Okay. Got a wee soft mouth. <laughs> 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 
take a boost, put it in your fridge, and see when you take that first bite of it. You know, it doesn't go all stringy and that with the caramel. It just sounds like a You just think you're boosting the fridge, you prick. Honestly. Don't put your boost in the fridge. Maltesers out the fridge. Oh, mate. Oh, I hate Maltesers. Mate. What? I fucking hate them. Oh, Throw those in the fucking bin with and then more. You can kind of like put them in your mouth and then kind of like bite all the chocolate off the little ball. And then when the ball bits left, you just go... Oh, and you just suck it till it's nothing left. What about hot lettuce? You know, did you chime in on I that? I don't like lettuce. You don't like lettuce at no, all? No, I don't like I don't lettuce. don't understand why anyone would want soft, warm lettuce. I had like, we had like kind of a roast last night for dinner and I just took like the leftover chicken, put it on a roll and put some cheese and lettuce on there. And then I kind of just didn't want to take the everything off and then put it in a bowl and then heat it up and then kind of put it back on the roll. So I just kind of toasted it and it was hot lettuce on there. It was good. Really good. Um, <clears throat> Cook again. If we didn't listen to anything said by people who didn't give a fuck about their personal appearance, the world would be somewhat less rich and certainly less academically advanced. What did we? I don't even know what that. Say it again, sorry. If we didn't listen to anything said by people who didn't give a fuck about their personal appearance, the world would be somewhat less rich. All right, I said that. I reckon. Well, maybe like I see his point. Because you see some of the smartest people in the world are really unkempt. Yeah. However, and like, in a professional capacity, if like somebody rocks up to a meeting... Oh, okay, like that's what we're talking about. Okay. ...and stuff like that, I tend to think, right, what's this guy up to? I tend to think there's a bit of pride in your professional appearance. Maybe okay. that's just me. I think it depends where you work. Like, mm. you know, like, I work in an academic institution. Mm. Nobody's cutting about in suits and shirts and ties and mm. that. Like, mm. I'm talking... Well, that's but they're all from. like professors and people mm. that hold master's degrees and you know, Bachelor of Sciences and mm. professors and there's fucking doctors and everything there. They all cut about in like just normal clothes, man. Mm. Like, I, I see, it's in my perspective, in a professional sense, is like if I if I rock up to like a contract meeting and the guy who's trying to pitch to us to get our business rocks up and doesn't look like he's made the effort. Mm. It tends to it's just something that ticks in the back of my mind. Maybe I'm just a judgmental prick, but mm. here you are. Right. I suppose because you work in fashion. Um, so like if I'm to interview someone and they have not put a lot of effort into the presentation, I'm not going to hire them because they're not going to put any effort into the presentation to customers. It's kind of my viewpoint on it. But also it's just a level of professionalism. I mean, like I'm dressed for what I wear to work today. I've got jeans on, Converse and like a dress worn as I think I suppose you have to be well, pre- you're at least well presented. I'm talking yeah. about someone who's like completely unkempt. Yeah, I don't go to work looking think, like I've been dragged I through think a job. Practice. I think a job interview is maybe slightly different, but I mean, once you're into the day-to-day role of things, it's like, it's easy just to slip into those habits. Yeah. But like, I don't allow it. Like my team are not no. allowed to dress in like not professional manner. But, but, you're, but then you're dealing with customers. I mean, you're yeah. dealing with like you're, the public you're in that sell sense. clothes as well. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, like it's just a level of, Respect it's, for your customers, it's like I suppose. If, have you ever been to a dentist who's got bad teeth themselves? Yes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that kind of no, thing. I, like, I, I get what Ali means because, like, the likes of like Einstein was like famous for saying like a cluttered desk is a sign of genius. Yeah. You know what I mean, or that might not be Einstein. I may have totally fucking bro science that, but like, as I saying, like, you know what I mean? It's like some of the smartest people in the world are famously all over the place. They've not got time to be organised. Ah, some yeah. folk they've got they're spending too much time being smart. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Changing the world ah, and it's, stuff it's, like it's that. Things that seem trivial. So I, I completely understand Ali's point. Uh, he also says, in between bra or nah is yeah or meh. Uh, he also says, drink booze while you eat, Jordan, you freak. Quaff- <laughs> yes, Quaff- Ali. Quaffing wine with piles of roasted meat makes you a king, damn it. Possibly I don't a Viking. mind a wee glass of wine for a meal, <clears> but I mean like lager or like, I, you know what I mean? It just... 
I'll drink beer with any. <laughs> I, te- I tend to separate the two. I prefer drinking and I like eating. So I, like, I sometimes think like, when I drink alcohol and eat, it takes away from the experience of eating, whereas I quite like to enjoy my food. But then you have certain like wines and that that are, you know, uh, better with fish. You've got other wines that are better with red meats and mm-hmm. white meats and so on and so yeah. forth. So no. it's that, that kind of balance thing. Don't shame me, Ali. I had some uh, segueing off of uh, red meats, but the day before my birthday, because I had the, the day off up for my birthday, and then um, <clears throat> the day before I was like, you know what, I'll get a steak, you know what I mean, treat myself nice. So like, I remember the, I was telling you about the, the pan that I got, the um, kind of like a griddle. Mm-hmm. So like a cast iron pan. Cast iron pan, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, put it in there, cook it up. And uh, I was like, last time I made steak in there, I overcooked. It was good, but it was overcooked. It was too brown. I was like, I want a little red. So then I cooked it, and it was really, really like it was like rare, like super rare. Blue. But I was like, but I still ate. I whooped it down. It was good. I've been fucked up ever since. Like, <laughs> I poisoned myself. My breathing's been all off. Like my stomach I was fucking pissing out of my ass Your for fucking days. System is soft. It is. It, it is yeah. bad. It is bad. But I don't bitch about it though. I just know this is just the way I am. You just pooping, pooping, peace. Pooping, move. Keep it moving. Yeah. Pooping, move. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> pooping, move. Shit and shift. Shit and shift. <laughs> No wipe. Just get up and just oh, get out of there. There was no toilet paper in there. You never replaced it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's in an easy-to-reach location. So I just used your hand. Either out. that or it's on the back of the toilet, which I can see why that would be annoying upon reflection. Yeah. Okay. Why well, I'd be cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? What are we, what are we talking about this week? Um, fighting with your friends. Have you ever gotten to like a fist fight with your friends? And is that acceptable? Do you think? Not since I was like, <sighs> yeah. Okay, that's a good. That's a good thing to say. What's the age where you can be like, you know what? You probably shouldn't fist fight with your friends anymore. I, I can't actually say. I've had disagreements with my friends. It's been very rare that I've I had a disagreement with a mate of mine so tough that it came to fisticuffs. What's like the fur, What's like the furthest you've gone, like physical wise? Um, Just restraint. I, I gave a wee funny, a wee uh, <laughs> stalked and slapped once. Oh what? Yeah, it was years ago. Kind of, uh, Nate Diaz is famous when he's in a fight. He just open hand slaps people just to mug them off. Ah. I can't remember what it was. It was years ago. I can't remember who it was. I just came and we we smacked the move just to say, "Don't be such a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Andy Mac. Somebody's somebody's needing hit. They're needing hit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if it's an old man or it's Ken. Old woman. No, no, Michael. <laughs> but no, like. Yeah, of course I've had fights like with my mates. None of my mates in Perth, though, funnily enough, but they're all quite soft. Yeah, they're a bit soft. <laughs> but they're, most of them are like pretty, like easygoing guys. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't think there ever is an age if somebody does something to you that that's bad enough and it maybe enrages you that much, then you know, I'm quite. I'm not adverse like sleeping with your bird or something. <laughs> like, sleeping with your ma. Like, oh. <laughs> What's worse? <laughs> Wow. I don't know. I'd say my mom. Well, this you went this shouldn't your... require this much thought. <laughs> it's got to be sleeping with your bird because your, your mom can do what she wants. Uh, yeah, uh, Not with my dad around. <laughs> <laughs> if my mom was single and she's like one of my pals, I wouldn't be fucking made up about it, but I'd probably be more annoyed if one of my pals slept into my bird. All right. There you go. Don't shake it in my pals. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I try. I think uh, well, just when it comes to fighting, and my dad said years ago, is like, 
And Andy, you get this. You're a, you're a big guy as well. Like quite often, folk want to try and scrap with the biggest guy they can find. I never not, get. I've never had <laughs> any trouble. Nobody ever bothers me. Probably because I walk around with such a scowl on my face <laughs> most of the time. Anyway, but no, I never ever get 19, in any trouble. 19, my tongue's lethal enough, mate. Uh, nine, <laughs> nine times out of ten, all I've got to do is try and make myself look big. Yeah. And the situation seems to de-escalate itself. Some folk do tend to attract that, though. You know, you go out with folk all the time, and they constantly seem to be getting into scraps. I don't want to name Same names, people, but there's yeah. plenty of people that I worked at the place that shall not be named <laughs> that, that were like that. And you yeah. just think to yourself, how do you get into so much bother every single weekend? Ah, uh, yeah, no. It's the football pitch is where I tend to find it. Nobody, nobody ever bothers me, man. It's I'm, I'm a bit of a long fuse. Uh, no, long fuse, bad temper. I can, but like on a football pitch, if somebody has a wee niggle at me, I'll fucking lose my mind. Yeah, <laughs> and it seems to happen a lot. I wa- I was watching a game up by my house at the park. There, grown ass men fucking flipping I'm, out in front I'm, of children's shows. Like, Yo, you need to calm down. Army football is fucking Scottish. Army football is a war zone. <laughs> Saying that as well, like I've, I, I tend to see it. People tend to get wide, so I coach the wee man's football, <laughs> and other coaches can be quite sort of tunnel vision. I'm maybe I'm to a point as well, but I try and make sure that my boys are play fair, then they put in bad tackles. And if they do, I'd like to think I'm quite good at pulling them up like but there's more than a couple of times I've had crosswords with another coach because they're trying to pull a fast one or their boys on their liking and getting beat or yeah skinned and that. Have a word with your kids. Yes. Mate Chuff, you're more of a you're like Andy Matt, you're like lethal lethal with your words well yeah like never got into like a fist fight but emotionally and mentally destroyed people Ah. because as a woman you're brought up to basically use your words as opposed to any physical violence so i've always just sorted everything by just emotionally ruining someone for life all right have you ever been in a fight like a fist fight no no i don't need to be no she's she was we went to jiu-jitsu once and she was annoyingly good at it she's spindly (laughs) Thing is, it's like I'm smaller than you, but I'm much longer, bendier, longer. so it was quite easy to do things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta room you too. Well, we can. <laughs> this is our house. Let's <laughs> take the microphone by the door. I'll be five minutes. <laughs> five minutes, a lifetime. Tops. <laughs> um, what about did you hear about these vape deaths? People are dying from vaping. I seen a really good tweet where they were like banning, we're going to ban vapes in America. And somebody's like, I better hide my vape inside my gun. Sometimes Twitter, you're like, this app's free. And it's ah, fucking that's great. Twitter's insane. I wish we could use Twitter for everything. And my favorite things on Twitter are just like the, the sort of the, this, like they just the, Stony, you can always imagine the person replying to a tweet is stony faced. Yeah. So it's things like that, that I fucking love Twitter for. So fill me in on these vape deaths because yeah. I've been back on my vape again. I haven't uh-huh. smoked as much as a cigarette in fucking <laughs> weeks, man. And I've been vaping a lot. Uh, yeah, so it, it's not that many people, but um, this was... We've been on for a little while. It says it comes as vaping death toll in U.S. surged to 13 last week. Wow, 13 out of 300 million people. <laughs> Whoa. Is it all... Is it jewels? Um, the, no, the it's ones that are causing it, but or is it because that's the company that seems to be getting named a lot? I think they're one of the bigger ones, yeah. They are one of the bigger they're, ones, they're big in America, they're popping up a bit more. They're the ones that look I've like lighters, yeah, they're sort of like rectangular shaped and black. Usually, last time I was in New York, some we were online, these guys just cut us and we we're like, Oh, we we're, on, you know, we're online, going to like this bar, and the guy was like, Oh, hey, you want to hit our jewel, man, just to say sorry, and I was like. 
no, I don't want to hit your jaw. But I, don't, I think there was weed think, in yeah, it. Get, but I was like, no, I don't want to get high with you. I don't know who you are. Because you can, get the, you can get the THC ones. Yeah, yeah that's what that, my Rebelly guy's always smoking. He's got one of those, like a little thin sort of rectangular yeah. thing with a wee uh, button on the front. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of my mates has got one for vaping the green. Well, it just, it, it baffles me. I know this, I don't want to get too much into it, but it's like the... 13 vape deaths, mm. yet 400 gun deaths. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, it's... So I guess my question is, is how much like study has been put into the negative effects of vaping? Well, you can't because they don't have, they don't have any long-term data because yeah. it's only been around for... If the fact that there is starting to be deaths now, is it better to look at it as possibly if we ban this, this is going to potentially save lives because we don't know what's causing this? We, we, we don't, don't but the, I can tell you right now I can guarantee it's probably safer you than continuing to smoke cigarettes I was really yeah. for you, for how, your many, how many of these people have smoked for however so how many of the 13 people what's the age range how long did they smoke for before how much of the damage has been done see, by them actually smoking cigarettes see like I, I did think that originally because I kind of went off my vape when my dad got ill when he had his lung cancer but then I thought to myself well he's been vaping for about 18 months two years but He's been smoking fucking 20 plus cigarettes a day for fucking that's, five, yeah, that's four, true five years, man. I mean, this is the alternative. They're switching to that, but that doesn't mean that's undoing anything that's happened. We, don't, we just don't know because we don't have the long term health. Because what is it like? Yet. So I remember I saw e cigarettes maybe what? Not even, not even a decade? I don't uh, think so. I no. think they were invented around about 2005, something like that. I'd need to Google that and double check. But. This says uh, Britain's first, first death linked to vaping has emerged after doctors said they believed a factory worker's pneumonia was caused by oil from an e-cigarette in his lungs. There's two different types, so I think there's oil ones and water-based ones, and the ones not to go for are the oil-based ones, because they're meant to be horrific. Ah, okay. There you go. I think the way I look at it is anything you put in your lungs that isn't oxygen... It's, it's not fuck good it. for you. And to be fair, this place is all fucking polluted. It's not good for yeah. you to even breathe. <laughs> but like, as well as that, like you see, obviously, neither one's great, but probably even from a fact of the lack of chemicals that are in vapes has got to be better than cigarettes. There's two different kinds of vaping juice you can buy. It's the, I smoke the vegetable glycerin, the VG, but there's the other one, which is the PG. That's the propylene, uh, propylene glycol, right? Um, I prefer the vegetable ones, but I mean, the ingredients that are in the juice that I vape, there are only three ingredients in it. And like I say, compared to the cigarettes, you've not got all the toxic chemicals, you've not got the other issues with the tar, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you look at the cigarettes, there's 250 different chemicals in a cigarette. You know, that's the thing, that's the problem with nicotine. There's nothing wrong with the nicotine, it's the application method that's the problem. Um, I think the vaping... I generally feel like the vaping is a much, much safer alternative. Obviously, inhaling these huge quantities of smoke and additional chemicals into your lung isn't probably going to be great for you in the long run. I just think it would be a far safer alternative due to the much lower uh, number of chemicals compared to smoking a cigarette. Plus 13 deaths is going to put anybody off, right? How many deaths has there been this year just from cigarettes? How many deaths have there been in car crashes? You know what I mean? We've been driving everywhere. I mean, my... Granddad passed away from lung cancer, but he was smoking at like eight or something like it. But when he was younger, they used to prescribe cigarettes to people who were asthmatic because they genuinely didn't know how bad it was. So yeah. 
it is as easy to say that this is potentially going to be the thing with vaping as they don't know how bad it is and it could be a lot worse. But that's going to be the case and there's not the history on it. Yeah. Up until the 60s, doctors endorsed cigarettes. They, they smoked them in the office and they smoked them on TV. Apparently, <laughs> the place that shall not be named, I spoke to someone who'd been there for like 25 plus years. This is back when I started. Yeah. And apparently when you first joined, you got like a pen, a ruler and an ashtray. <laughs> that was like your welcome pack. <laughs> ruler. <laughs> It's the last time you fucking touched a ruler. It's been it's been decades, bro. I struggle when I'm actually having a write with a pen. My handwriting's now atrocious because of how much I type. These deaths seem to be going hand in hand with vaping THC liquids and CBD liquids. Ah, okay. So again, I, I you know I wish I'd known you were going to ask me this next. I would have done a bit of research. I'll do that for the next time we come. Okay. So uh, feedback on f- because. You know, like you say, without the, the long-term studies, it is impossible to say. Yeah. What's interesting is, actually, I'm going to wait to see Murray after this, and he was trying to sell me his vape, because I'm going to wait to build a new one. Because mm. mine's just... I need a right direct along get that big fucking... <laughs> that big load of smoke. I was saying, he's like, oh, I'll sell you mine. I was like, why? You're going to wait to Thailand. You're not taking it with you? And he's like, no, they're banned in Thailand. Wow. Because the government... Owns the tobacco company. Ah, uh, is so that one of their vape, exports? Do they grow a lot of tobacco so there? Vaping is banned because if they allowed people to vape, they're going to lose money. a shitload of tax, Damn. tax revenues. Governments are so fucking corrupt, huh? That's and I was cool. like, so seriously, you can't walk down the street and vape. He's like, nah, like you could walk past one copper and it might be all right. You walk past another one, you don't want to end up in a fucking Thai jail. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Unless you got that Muay Thai training. <laughs> Fuck me. So, yeah, just a wee fun fact for the day. Lovely. There you go. So, yeah. I'm so. petrified of going to Thailand. After I saw Broke Down Palace, I was like, nah, I don't really want to go. I, my mates went to Thailand and Vietnam and that. And, like, I was like, was it good? And he was like, yeah, but you wouldn't fit. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, it's not a country. <laughs> that's built, harsh. It's, it's not a country built for anyone over 5'7". Ah. Uh, like, it's oh, just not, good. like, you would be stopped as some sort of nature freak. But it's the same in, like, China and that as well. Like, my yeah. mate Dan went to visit Matt in China. And because uh, he's six two and white, he was just getting stared at. <laughs> yes, I'm you know, Santa Claus. In the city, and people were handing him their children, so they could get photos of him holding their. Baby. Well, we we talked about this when Vicky was on last. Episode, yeah, because like, there's a myth that a lot of <laughs> Chinese families have photo albums of their Westerners. photos with white people. <laughs> And they bust out at parties. <laughs> Here's one I met in the Forbidden City. <laughs> he had a beard. <laughs> Um, speaking of white people, um, <laughs> this can only go well. This can only go well. Now, um, I was gonna go. Well, we'll touch on what I have on my phone. But did you see the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau? I'm so heartbroken because he has such a nice bum and he's such a dick now. <sighs> He's even black neat. Yeah, the knees. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He was in. He was quite blackface more than once. It seems like. I think it's three times they're at now. Yeah, I he was. There's three times. There's more than three times. I mean, he, he was totally only, covered. He was dedicated uh, to the cause. Surely it was only funny once. Second, everyone who's a part was at. Fuck's sake, Justin. I mean. Yeah, it was uh, bad. And that was like I don't know. He's not even that old, is he? That was like it was a night. He was 29 when he did it. He's too old. Yeah. To, you know, if he was 17, you'd do a little bit more kind of like, you should know better. I mean, it's not for me to say that, but, yeah. you know, you'd maybe expect people to be understanding or educating him. But he was 29. Yeah. He knew better. He did know better. 
So I'm there's su- no excuse in it. I'm surprised his political career hasn't been completely buried yet. How he's still... Yeah. How he's still managing to tread water at the I'm, moment, To be honest is, with you, out of all the things that politicians are doing nowadays, <laughs> that's true. not even really top 10 of the worst things that a politician's done in the last two years. I think what I find most frustrating about it is he would not allow any of his political opponents to do this. I mean, I, he is on my consideration of the right side of Canadian government, still not that kind of like mm-hmm. left wing, but better. But if any of his political opponents did that, he'd kill them for th- it. Their career yeah. would be over, but somehow his career is allowing to survive. And he just doesn't, I mean, I've not seen him really talk about it. Me I neither. Him on Twitter, I follow him on Facebook, and he just doesn't really seem to mention it. Well, he I does seem a little, he does seem quite unrepentant, really, doesn't yeah, he? I, like, I, mean, I kind of have a, I don't, buy from places that do things I think is wrong. I, I boycott things. I don't watch things. And I just feel a little bit like if you make the amends and actually try to learn from your past mistakes, mm-hmm. that's all you've got to really do. But he's not doing anything from what I can see <laughs> and is just going along business as normal. So it's cancelled. I'm over him. I wonder, he's sorry, I'm sorry. I wonder what our friends uh, night and day make yeah. of the situation at the moment. Well, PJ and Alana should let us know what... What's I meant, going on at Ground Zero? Do they you know have homework, I mean? like, yeah. Oh, there was something else that we needed to ask about Canadian Canadian advice for. Oh, no, maybe I was thinking about this. But anyway. Um, Still don't had that essay back for Callum McLaughlin either. What we might ask for us for an introduction to hip-hop. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it would be good to find you're out you're what... that has unhappy. It would be good to find that's out what fail. they... That's a fail. That's a fail in one of my classes, mate. The big red pen, get it out. There's a door. Show yourself out. Don't come back. It would be good to know what they thought about Trudeau before this and now mm-hmm. after this, if that's effective. If maybe they didn't vote for him in the first place. Yeah. Who knows? Listen, maybe conservatives. I, mean, I don't know a huge amount of Canadian politics. The only reason I know as much about American politics is because it doesn't stop getting shoved in your face. That's true. I didn't know anything about All I know about American politics is that apparently Bush wasn't that bad now, really. Oh, uh, but you no, don't go there. This is really fucking silly. This is what I've been saying for since Trump has been elected. His election is benefiting George Bush the most because oh, yeah. no one gives a shit about Bush, what he did. Bush, you know. Yeah, but Bush he's just looks not like a lovable idiot now. <laughs> he was always a lovable oh, idiot. That um, was Dick Cheney that was pulling the strings in. Anyway. Yeah. That's for another day. But um, everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Yes, yeah. everybody has got skeletons in their closet. And if you want to run, there wasn't as many camera phones when we were busting it. Yeah, no, no. Two thousand three. Should have been that many camera phones then. If you want to run. For public office, you will have dirt and somebody out there will find it and they will hold it against you. And I wonder what he has turned down now that these photos are magically being leaked to the press. It's um, around oh. about the same time as they've not got an election coming up. Oh, so you think that happens. You think that something was coming up and they were like, look, you do this or we're going to let these out. And he was like, nah. Listen, <laughs> that's how, that's how uh, multinational corporations work. That's how you lobby Public officials. Everybody's got Black dirt. Every, Blackface mail. That's how it works. Uh, that's crazy, man. Mike, sorry, I can't just brush past that. That was, that was good. Excellent. That, that <laughs> was good, mate. Oh, mate. That's how we top bends. Speaking, speaking of... Uh, he tried to take my man of the match, right? You know, that is usually old Mr. Reliable, but I, Mikey Dots has just pulled an absolute screamer out there. Uh, yeah, you've inspired me because I saw your stand-up thing and you were talking about, uh, was it appointment sex? No, it was... So, <laughs> So yeah, I've just touched this, so I went went down to, to the most recent blend on Friday. Yeah, I hadn't managed to get anything prepped, um, 
and uh, but Rana had I was meant to be hosting anyway, mm. so I wasn't going to do a slot. And then a few folk pulled out, so Rana's like, I was like, right, I'll try and just bust it a couple of minutes. And I had a an appointment at a, a fertility clinic like the week before. Yeah, and I was just just talking about what had happened because it was a fairly like funny experience. <laughs> like in hindsight, like leading up to it was not fun. But yeah, <laughs> after I watched that, I was laughing my ass off, and I was like, that. that you, that makes me. That made it me want to like write something down, like funny. Tell that I was like, that that's makes me think you're really getting good. Because I was like, holy shit! Like he makes me want to be a fucking comedian. You, you need to write about that night you had with your pal who and well. And I know it's kind of morbid, <laughs> but like there is an absolute beauty of a bit just sitting there, there is, waiting yeah. to happen. Feel free to develop it. <laughs> well, I mean, but like, no, it was it was a shout to Rana because like I said she. I felt really bad because like a few folks just pulled out last minute. And Liz Rana does this off her own back, do you know what I mean? She makes it pretty much enough to cover the cost of the hire and paying for the guy to come down and do the sound, you know what I mean? She puts a lot of work in as well as her fucking college work and her two kids and that. So it was a great night. It was a smaller one, you know what I mean? It was nice, intimate affair, um, but I had to just pull that one out of my arse. Actually, it did feel good because it was like unprepared and still got a good few laughs. So yeah. I enjoyed that. Oh, good. I'm glad it went well. Yeah. Um, we'll get into... Uh our normal segment brought on a minute. But um, one thing, another news thing I wanted to touch on, and it was two different stories I've heard uh, kind of combined into one. So the first one was uh, Sam Smith announcing his pronouns to the world. Did you see this? Mm, yeah. So his tweet was, today is a good day, so here, so here goes. Today is a good day, so here goes. I've decided I am changing my pronouns to they stroke them. After a lifetime of being at war with my gender, I have decided to embrace myself for who I am inside and out. So... After this, I was listening to the Brilliant Idiots podcast, and one of the guys on the show said that they do this in his child's school. They allow them to change their pronouns every semester. Mm. Do you think that's a bit confusing for kids? I kids are, see, I, I was similar to you, and I had to sit down with Chuff, and she made a very good point. She's like, give us a fuck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? At the, at the end of the day... If, yeah. it, if it makes someone feel more comfortable in their skin, I don't pretend to understand it, and I probably don't, but in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really put my life up or down. And if it makes somebody feel happier, and I've taken a lot as well, as like trying to ignore the people who make things annoying, mm-hmm. like the idiots who are like putting things on blast or being difficult just for being difficult's sake. That, that goes along the same lines as vegans and trans people, do you know what I mean? The majority of people who are experiencing this or are making this a life choice actually just want to do what makes them comfortable. Yeah. And it's that it's that vocal minority that give it a bad name and make it really fucking irksome and then end up sort of pissing people off. I think the same thing with this, uh, that Megan Rapinoe. She takes so much shit because she's a vocal female football player. And I don't tend to agree with the equal pay thing because like Andy Mack talked before, it's a business model. But I do understand that she gets an awful lot of grief just for being a woman who's a bit Conor McGregor-ish. Bit of bravado, but oh, I didn't know that she got. I know she got it from the president, but yeah, but she gets so much stick on Twitter, and I just don't understand. But I've just become the point that see if it makes someone happy. I really couldn't care. Yeah, be honest with you. How much of that is just being a really good athlete? Because LeBron James gets a lot of shit too. You know what I mean? Well, she's an outspoken woman. Yeah. That's what makes it worse for LeBron James is because he's a black guy. Yeah. It's because they are not the stereotypical white guy, that straight white guy. Conor McGregor black. probably gets a lot of shit on social media as well. Because he's a twat. <laughs> <laughs> he's True. Like, he's ruled out his luck. Like, I, like, you know, and if he does come back, I would love to see him come back, fight a couple of warm up fights, and then do something and then retire. But at this point, 
he's lost the magic because I think he's like he's used up his his saved up bravado. He punched an old guy in the face in a pub because he said no to a shot whiskey. Did he well, not? we don't know. Got to hit both sides. Like Got to hit both Ma- sides. Like Andy Mack said earlier, <laughs> some people just need skill. Do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> Got to both sides. Got to so both sides. I guess my kind of viewpoint was the the kids and the them they. Yeah. A lot of the reason people are doing that is because of the harmful kind of attributes of being a, a boy or a girl with very mm-hmm. strict gender roles. I mean, I was literally looking at a thing today. It was one of those stupid listicles of all the things that women have to have, like lady pens for ladies and sellotape for ladies because <laughs> heaven forbid we use the same sellotape as men. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to that because there is so much specific you're a little girl you play with dolls you play with a kitchen set this is what you do you learn to clean you're a little boy you get a tool set you get aspirations and dreams i mean you can see it in like little boys and little girls magazines that we girls get to talk about the perfect selfie and the perfect makeup look and we boys get to talk about their future dreams yeah so i think a lot of it comes i think that's why there's so much i mean this is my opinion i'm not saying it's correct or anything like it but i think that's why there's so much talk about gender neutral because the current way we raise little boys and little girls is quite harmful because it puts them into a box and tells them that's the way you have to behave because of the bits you've got so i think there's nothing necessarily wrong yeah i don't think i don't know i I wouldn't say there's something wrong with it but like i'm in the same boat as you jordan like where i I don't care and i just don't feel like just like i don't this is gonna be bad because my our children do go to a catholic school but it's like if they didn't teach some catholic stuff there i don't think i'd mind either you know this is something that i just don't think needs to be in school i think they should learn it that's fine teach your kids about it if they have any questions just say like hey some people don't identify as he or she they want to identify as something else and just respect that and that's cool that should be the end of the conversation I don't think that we need to say hey kids today is change your pronoun day it, is, I, it doesn't I, need to be a big thing I all the time like as day. well in my experience what I've maybe learned over the last year as it's more common to like the public view is that I just don't know enough yeah me neither and I don't want to make a big judgement call on something that I don't quite understand because as a straight white male I've had it fairly okay yeah. you know what I mean my life's been alright I haven't really had to deal with much struggle I was Catholic. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then, but other than that, I've not faced a whole heap of adversity. So I, d- I don't want to then sit and make a snap judgment call. Yeah. On something that I couldn't really like. I, like Mike, for, for instance, we never really talked about. Well, we do, you're black, obviously, but what? We've like it's never been a point of discussion like prejudice you faced or things you might have experienced yeah. differently compared to me, Andy, and Megan, because we're from a predominantly white country. Like, we've talked about things that you've noticed where people maybe think, because you're one of the only black people they know in a place like that, <laughs> maybe the smaller... It's the black, black guy nodding all that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, like, we've never really talked about it. So I would have had massively different different experiences from you. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? So, but then as well as that, it would have been different, because New York, obviously, there's a bigger black population than a place like Perth. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So I try not make judgment calls. Like I don't know how struggles Andy's face as a Dundee United fan because my team won stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! What an assault on his first day back. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's all right. I, think, I think the only thing I would add to it is I think we have to. We do need to be careful because children do want to be different. Children do want to be regarded as special. You want to be regarded as unique. And I think sometimes <clears throat> perhaps they're overly encouraged to, hey, I want to be different. 
even though it is perhaps completely unnecessary mm. in a lot of instances. Yeah. So, so like, and okay, okay. I think it's. A, I, I think it can go too far the other way, where suddenly everybody's, oh, you know, I want to be special too. I want to be different too. So, refer to me as this and that and the next thing. And I don't know. Just, just be careful. I think. I think. It, I think. I'm, I'm right. I think there needs to be a, a more of an education around it. Because, yeah. like Andy says, kids are fucking idiots as well. You know, your your brain as a man isn't formed. <laughs> we talked about this before. Your brain as a man isn't fully formed until you're like what twenty seven. Yeah, and I don't know what I don't know what it's for women. I think it's younger for women because she's a much <laughs> it's more. Sensitive it's a lot younger. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But then, like you say, because like people like buy people, for instance, or people who think they're buying me go through. Uh, I'm using the term phase for lack of of a better word, but like, you know what I mean, um, like. So you, you may try stuff and you want to figure out who you are. So for a time, you may want to be preferred to as they, them, because you're not quite sure who you are as a person. I get that, and okay. I think crisis of identity can be more extreme for some people than others. Yeah. You know I mean, we've we've all talked openly about struggles with depression or anxiety, mm. and that doesn't necessarily define who you are, but at the time, you may have thought you were one type of person, and until you've overcome a struggle or come through an experience, you then figure out that you're a completely different type of person. I think the most interesting thing about it is like with a Sam Smith is the amount of people who go mental because they claim it's not grammatically correct. <laughs> and it's insane <laughs> to me that that is what they're picking up as a, as a point of something to complain about. It is a valid point though. But what's interesting, <laughs> right, is these same people are the ones who are going on about Donald Trump's whistleblower. We don't currently know whether or not the whistleblower is male or female. And they can use them and they perfectly no. describe it. I, I, uh, my favourite one, just talking about grammatical, like picking ups for uh, things that are serious, is someone goes, ah, what was it? It was instead of me too, it should actually be me also. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> me also. Like, I think, like, also a, I? Like, the identity <laughs> politics is, is a bit of a dangerous game to the extent that anybody can turn around and say, Well, I suddenly want to just call me Alice and I'm going to just wander into the women's change rooms. How do you feel about that? Well, that's the thing that's in America that now. Well, it was in America. It was a big deal in America, where it was. Well, you don't want someone walking into your the bathroom when your kids is like, no, but I don't think that's that happens. That really, <laughs> that, that just because your doesn't mean a pedophile. Yeah. Why? This is what we said when was uh, was it Christine or Kath? Um, I'm sorry, I'm screwing uh, her name Claire. up. Claire. Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With it from the LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh yeah, people order Macca's. I was like, why do they go to pedophile after that? The one thing that annoys me is when it comes to sports. And you get professional male athletes who are massive, go through gender reassignment surgery, walk into a female boxing ring and injure people <laughs> because they still have the bone density and muscle structure of a much larger man. My friend, well, I say my friend, Wings Over Scotland's been posting some some excellent stuff on Twitter um, last few days where um, he's, he's quite an advocate for, you know, trans women should not be competing with females in sport and providing obviously a lot of evidence to back that up and some of the numbers and some of the stats there will, will quite literally blow your mind mm. and uh, there was mixed what we call a mixed gender race so males and females racing together and it was it wasn't even a competition so the boys at 16 are already running faster than professional women's athletes track and field times mm. so in my eyes I've always said this to you guys. You know, if I decide tomorrow I want to reassign and you're going to call me Alice or whatever, 
I should not be allowed to compete against women in women's sport. But you're not allowed to immediately. There is a time period where you have to... You can't reverse those changes. No, no, no. I mean in the sense of before you're allowed to make any of those actual medical decisions, mm -hmm. you have to live that way for so long. So it's not an overnight decision where you go, no, no, call me Alice, I'm going to do this no, now. No, no. But also with the Scottish government looking through to, to force through policy at the moment would make um, essentially there wouldn't be really any safe spaces for women because anybody could identify as a woman and walk quite clearly into a women's changing room. Do you feel so comfortable with that? You've talked about this to me before. About, um, Do you feel comfortable with that? Um, I've had trans women in the fitting rooms in my work and it's never been an issue. Never been an issue never for you? Never been an issue. And to be okay. honest with you, if, I mean, I am not going to say anything from, on behalf of my company because I cannot say anything on behalf no, of no, my company. No, no, that's fair enough. But if it was me, if someone was unhappy... Like I've served many trans women. If someone was unhappy with that because I'm serving a trans woman, that's on them, not on oh, me. Oh, no, 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 not being unhappy. But I mean, if let's say, for instance, you went to the swimmies or you're in any public space, which is late at night, and you're the only one in there and some guy, some bloke like me comes in with a wig on, does that not make you feel uncomfortable? Because you've talked to me as well about crisis shelters as well. Yeah, crisis shelters to me are different from changing rooms. What's so, a crisis shelter? So in the sense of like a rape crisis centre or a domestic abuse crisis centre, those are spaces I think you have to be careful with. Yeah. Because somewhere like oh, okay, a all right. rape crisis centre, someone who is there may not feel comfortable being around a person who has a penis, basically. Because okay. of depending on what trauma they've experienced. You can't say that for every single person that's going there. Just you can't say blanket. Everyone's going to be against it. Blankets. Everyone's going to be for it. So, crisis centres to me are a careful thing. But at the same time, trans women can be victims of domestic abuse. True. Yeah. Trans women can be victims of sexual abuse, and the crimes committed against trans women are horrific. Like the yeah, volume of that, yeah. crimes that are committed against them is awful, and there's not safe spaces. For them. I, I think it is. It's, it's, it's a massive grey area. I reckon that like you see, like Mary says, you've got points where. 99% of trans women just want to be themselves and are yeah. not in it with an ulterior motive. However, just like the priesthood, just like children's coaching, just like Cub Scout leaders, just like teachers, there are people who will put themselves in these situations because they can abuse them. Yeah, And that's not to say that it should be against the trans agenda. And like you said, it's just like Claire said, just because someone's not uh, heteronormal they are some sort of predator. Yeah. So that's because of um, propaganda uh, well, yeah. back in like the, I want to say 50s, but I might be wrong, which basically equated gay men to paedophiles. And that's why to this day, when people talk about gay people, the automatic thing is they can't be letting changing rooms with kids because they're going to touch them up. That's not the case. That's literally because of propaganda from 60 years ago. That's, it's just like saying that if a gay guy's in like, on like I used to be on the American football team uh, with a gay guy. And it's just like saying, like just assuming that they want to. I just want to say there's a, I think there, there's a difference between people thinking that, the stupid thinking that someone is gay or trans and that they're a pedophile and also people taking advantage of the system and saying that they are whatever that they want to be and then taking advantage of someone in that situation, uh, that that's how I see it, yeah, no, I and I, I don't th I don't think there is enough evidence out there to say that there's any more is going to be any more or less crimes than there would normally be. Mm. If, Where there has been unisex bathrooms, there's been no more crimes. Yeah, there's so, not been. I mean, I, I don't so, know, but I don't I, know. I, think I would even poop in a unisex bathroom just in case. Just in case, because it can sometimes get a bit dicey. There's no toilet seats in the unisex bathrooms, anyways. What? I'm joking. <laughs> I was say, the women would just be constantly falling in and folding themselves in. <laughs> you got a wet ass now. 
to me, I think it's a lot of <coughs> desperately trying to confirm your own uncomfortableness with something. So people are desperately trying to say they're transphobic without ever saying they're transphobic. So they're trying to find evidence to back up something that they feel uncomfortable about. And I, I don't think, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable being in a bathroom with a trans woman because why would I? Yeah. Chances problem, are the, that person's the, not going to do anything to me. The problem is though, that there are plenty of people who do feel uncomfortable. Yeah, there's plenty of people who yeah. feel uncomfortable, but to be honest with you, there's nothing to stop someone not posing as a woman coming mm -hmm. in that toilet and sexually assaulting someone. That's true. That yeah. In fact, there's more cases of men presenting as men going into women's spaces and, presenting. and, and, present, and, and presenting, presenting as men, if you know what I mean. assaulting people. <laughs> so it's not going to be a trans woman that does it. It's most likely going to be a man presenting as a man because they are fucking predators. Well, I was just going to say, Mike, I, I don't know if you agree with us, just to move on. Is it? Yeah. Transphobia. <laughs> I knew you were going. I can just say, we're not all predators. <laughs> <laughs> Transphobia, Mike, is a no. Definitely a no. <laughs> Chuff, do you know what? Fire segue. <laughs> Fire segue. Chuff, do you know what isn't a no? Oh, no. Hey, we're back. Ah, it's fire safe. All right, let's lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> that was my fault. I just wanted to talk about the Sam Smith thing. Uh, but look at the can of worms it's opened. It has. But not necessarily. In this conversation, yes. look at where it's leading into. You know, the, 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 again, there are just, a lot of things that need to be just addressed. Just to wrap up, it needs to be left unaddressed. Yes. It needs to be unpacked. I think the problem, from my perspective, or what I can see is that people are, are quick to are quick to just snap and get angry about it mm -hmm. rather than have it discussed or have or some people don't want to learn or some people just don't want to be educated and i'm not saying that everyone should be but i'm saying that if you're if you're not going to actually take the time to learn or try and understand then there's no point in spewing it here, but it. it's imperative that you stay objective. But the mm. majority of people cannot remain objective about anything. That's the problem. It's all what I feel, and that's what matters mm. to me. Mm. That's a really too many people. There, like I, what was I speaking to my boss about it? And she was saying how difficult it is to almost have like teenagers these days because they're constantly taught in school that their opinion matters and their opinion <laughs> is valid. And sometimes she sat there being like, just, no, it's not. Just right now, it's not valid. Yeah. So it's just carried on that we all believe our opinions are valid. And there's nothing But wrong everybody has opinion, a voice and they deserve to be heard. Sometimes you just need to shush. Sometimes, yes, especially children. Sometimes teenagers. Just <laughs> there's, a, there's a good, you know, there's a good example of being able to go about just hitting folk. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> teenagers, you know, some yeah. Why not? <laughs> They're getting fucking lippy. Do you know what I mean? Smack them in the mouth. He's hairy knuckles. Everybody's got a voice and they deserve to be heard, but people still talk shit. Yeah. And it's your job to better yourself by reading, by being objective, by weighing up the facts, by being able to absorb both sides of the debate and make your own mind up from there not just to take the information in that you want to hear and you want to believe in. Mm. Not enough people do that yet. Yeah. They, don't, they don't listen to both sides of the True story. Anyway, bra or not. All right, Bobby Parker. Fuck oh, fuck. He's banned. <laughs> is, he, is he off the suspension? He, 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 I think he escaped the suspension because we then took a break. So he's, he's been behaving himself. He's all right, yeah. I've got my eye on you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Foku having a clue what's happening at roundabouts. 
Circle, circles for the Dundee folk. This just goes for road users in general. So I was, we were coming back from Glasgow last week, mm. and the the slip road as you come past Ochterarder. So we had cars in the fast lane. Ock Trader. And uh, some idiot in a fucking Chelsea tractor was coming down the slip road. So obviously, if you're on a slip road, you have to wait for a space. And obviously, if I had space in the fast lane, I'd move into the fast lane so that person could come in. This person didn't fucking do that. So I managed to slow down quickly and jump into the fast lane. And then this dick decided to give me evils because <laughs> I hadn't moved it away quick enough. So people who just do not understand the rules of the road in general can go and drive into something solid. Oh, go on day one. Yeah, so that's a no. Big fucking no from me. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say no as well. No, if you don't know how to drive properly, you shouldn't drive. <laughs> Bobby likes these imagine, type of ones. I can't imagine anyone's going to say bra. Like, yes, you can't drive properly. Get behind the fucking wheel. I firmly believe that you should have to reset your test every 15 years. And once you come to the age of 65, you should have to reset your test every 10 years until 80. And then every couple of years after that, yeah. young yes. people say young people cause a lot of accidents. Old people, old drivers mm. cause a lot of accidents they as do. well. Maybe okay, not as much as the, the stereotypical boy racer. Again, there's a sweeping generalization. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd like to get some statistics to back up that statement, and I don't have them. But, <laughs> I, you know, I genuinely believe that people should have to reset their theory and reset their drive. Remember, if you passed your test 30 years ago, you probably didn't even do a theory test. Yeah. If you passed, like me, say, 15, nearly 20 years ago, show me age <laughs> the theory test was a lot different than what it is now. It's all this fucking hazard perception and computer clicking on fucking screens and all that. Like, I firmly believe you should as have well to reset at least the theory well that, every 10 years to, to validate your license. Every 10 years it, it expires. as well on where you learn. My driving instructor, shout to Davy Smart, used to hate folk that would learn from Creef because instructors from Creef wouldn't take their students outside of Creef. So they would pass their test, come into Perth, yeah. hit a roundabout and think, what the fuck that, is going on? That's here? what everybody used to do. We go sit your driving test in some place. If you failed it the first couple of times in Dundee or Glasgow, you go and sit at some place like Forfort or Montrose or something like that, because that, that's where I went to school, like mm -hmm. breaking that. So that's what people used to do. They used to go and sit their test if they failed it and kept failing it someplace easier. But then you come to having to drive in Edinburgh or drive in Aberdeen or wherever the fuck you're driving, and they can't handle no, it. Good. And people panic. That's the worst thing you can do when you're driving. Oh, I'm lost. And then they start panicking, and they're all over the fucking shop. Mm. You should have to reset your theory as a minimum every time you re renew your license in my eyes. Oh, I, That's a good idea. Just, yeah. I like that. So but I, people aren't going to pay for that. It's, it came out as well as big, because my instructor was always a, a big believer in using the speed limit. It's folk who cut about like 15 mile an hour do my fucking boxing shift or shift the fuck up my road. <laughs> like, I'm, I can go quite, I'm quite quickly can be an angry driver. I love the use of my horn. Yeah, I like my horn too. Mm. Yeah. I was like rolling in the window and flipping a birdie out there. Just a wee, just to full stop the fact that those per that person has irked you. All right, moving on. <laughs> um... This is not oh. really a bra now, but I'll read it anyway. Uh, Stephen Stosh Tosh left a screen grab of Patty Power saying, August 1st, the FA fined Millwall £10,000 for supporters' racist chanting. September 5th, the FA fined Huddersfield Town £50,000 for wearing a fake shirt in a preseason friendly. Fucking ridiculous. That, my friends, well that, is a big fat no. There was one in Italy. That just happened. So Italy has been renowned for... Having a race problem. Uh, poor Lukaku's been getting a hard time since he signed it in. It's fucking in, but then there was something 
aimed at. I, I might. Be, I've read this online, and I, I, I did save it, but I've, my phone's dead. It was like a white Jewish player got uh, uh, like abused in Italy just recently, and the fans of the club. The club is now having to play behind, like a, having to close a section of their stadium. But obviously Lukaku was getting it tight for fucking pundits, for fans. Mm. If you remember Nicholas Bentner, remember Lord Bentner? Yeah. He used to play for Arsenal. <laughs> remember he scored at the Euros, I think it was 2012, and he pulled down his shorts to show off the Paddy Power boxers, and he got fined 50 grand. The Danish FA, FA got fined 50 grand. But then the Croatian fans were done for racist chant and monkey chants and all this kind of stuff, and the fine was £3,000. That's ridiculous. Priorities, ridiculous. priorities. That, yeah. There's no place for that in the game. I, I, and the other one is you're talking about the, the Jewish uh, boy that was getting the jet. You know, the Tottenham fans get a lot. And there are fans that do that to predominantly Jewish clubs with their Jewish supporters and they make a hissing noise. Mm. And we all know that that is meant to signal. Oh, it's no, I didn't know that. There's absolutely no place for I, it in football. There is no is, place is, for it. Is, 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 is I shit every day about racism. Well, like, you, will, you will struggle to find. Especially for football, most teams have black players or different nationalities. If you want to win, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best know? athletes. <laughs> yeah, they are. Well, look at the NFL. The only white guys left are Tom Listen. Brady and the kickers. Listen, uh, it's funny. Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> he may be done this year, yeah. too. And we're going to get to sports because we whipped your ass this weekend. <laughs> no, but did your kid come on tangent? Did your kid come home talking about um, they were doing stereotypes in schools? They were talking no, about stereotypes. No, he hasn't talked And this. I so wanted to tell Skylar, like, when she told me that, like, look, stereotypes come from somewhere, <laughs> but we just don't, we I, just I, don't I, say I, them. I've said this to you before, Mike, because if you're going to deal with all the black bad stereotypes, you're going to have to deal with it because there's one black stereotype that is great for men. <laughs> there's also a few that aren't, but we'll <laughs> yeah, stick but, with, we'll deal with those. Yeah, exactly. Don't weigh up. <laughs> He's a good athlete. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it. I, I, it, it, it winds me. I don't understand it. I don't get it. And I'd like to think that if I've seen it happening at my club, I'd want to say something. Yeah. I don't understand. What, what annoys me as well is the people that don't say anything if they experience, if they see something in their stands. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of, um, there's there's a lot of fascism in Italian football. And just in Italy. That's true. But I mean, yeah, particularly, you know, in uh, clubs like Lazio, for example, <laughs> you know, large part of their ultras and their support base are extremely right wing. That should be an interesting game against very, Celtic in a few weeks. Yeah, oh. very, very interesting. You remember went to that one. <laughs> remember, the Canio got done for that. He did, eh? Yeah. Which is annoying because I really like the Canio. Or used to like the Canio. The Canio. I just imagine that he died after he left Celtic and that'll where I'll leave it. There's no place for it in the game. There's no place Not for it all. in any walk of life, never mind in sports. But especially, back to Stosh's point, it is ludicrous that the Cumbries quite obviously are more bothered about a prank or a bit of banter. And the thing is, and we've talked about the Paddy Power thing. What they're doing is they're sponsoring stops by not sponsoring tops. Yeah, Four or five clubs they now sponsor that don't have any Paddy Power advertising on them, but they had that giant, stupid Paddy Power thing across the front of it, mm. which apparently they checked it was within the guidelines. But then, but the FA is obviously more bored about that than it is about, and it's the same with like guys like fucking Raheem Sterling, who gets it tight for being a young, black, successful athlete. You know what yeah. I mean? That's ridiculous. Like, and he says, that's a big no. Well done, Stosh. Big no. Um, let's go Bobby Parker again. Bobby. 
He's Bobby to, Parker he's, just tells us about his day, I mean, but it's funny he's, now. He's trying, Bobby, to get, he's trying to get back on CV at all times. <laughs> Bobby just moans. <laughs> right? Bobby is a habitual moaner. That, that is what Bobby specializes in. Nothing is ever good enough for Bobby. <laughs> Bobby says, getting a seat at the back of the plane next to the shitter and on the aisle seat flushes every 60 seconds a constant howl of shit. <laughs> Constant howl of shite as the door opens and shuts for four hours and 45 minutes. Bro, or no. Okay, so whose fault was it that you booked a ticket up by the toilet at the back of the plane, Bobby? Uh, Bobby. Depends what airline you go with, because sometimes it's one of the ones you get stuck wherever you get. Because we, we've booked our flights well, right there, and we, can, we, can <laughs> we don't like to take one suitcase between three of us without getting extra. Because oh, I didn't want to pay extra money. I don't blame you. Um, it's, a, it's an evident no. Nobody wants to be sat next to a shitter or any mode of transport. It's a good place. Like, see, when I fly, I tend to get quite gassy. I oh, me too. Like, yeah, yeah, I always end up needing to rip out big farts up, and that. Like, but yeah, they don't terrible. stank. They just get a bit airy. Yeah, they mm. are airy. Yeah. It's your insides getting it's a good, all around. Good spot yeah. to do it. such a beautiful conversation when we're getting on a flight soon. <laughs> Uh, another one you don't from really Bobby. You hear them on the airplane. No, you, don't. Like, you always feel so guilty. You're like, oh fuck, this is. I like, it, I like it's a wee bit of a rush because like, I had Nate Dickens at me. could have been <laughs> any one rush? of these fucking guys. Oh, my stomach. You need to get out more of that rush. Time right? I fly, man, my stomach ends up in knots because I'm usually sitting there like sinking cans of Heineken. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm just getting gassier and gassier and <laughs> me gassier. Too. And then I get off and I'm just like, right, where's the Pepto Bismol? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, let's go, man. We were talking about. Um, uh, with my girls today because we're, we're, we're going to New York on Saturday and they were like we don't like airplane food and I was like I think airplane food's alright yeah I've never been that fussed by it yeah. I've only ever been on like one proper long flight and mm. that was years ago and I can't even really remember it but I assume it was okay I mean, I've expl- enough for what it is yeah it's I've explained right. this they to you guys before though it's the altitude what ends up happening is with the pressure it suppresses your appetite it suppresses your taste buds this is my daughter said the same thing in, in the car today I was blown away so that's why you that's why you sit there and you think oh that airplane food was alright it's because your, te- your sense of taste and your sense of smell yeah is it all smells the same suppressed. too right no matter what they're serving on there when you got in that plane when they start heating it up it all smells the same no matter what it is I'm buzzing when you go on a flight man and you get something they're like oh it's like, like nice bit of chicken pesto and that I'm like fucking yeah, yeah give me two man, hey. and then <laughs> give you a salad You're like, I hate when they start getting less. they start getting too they fancy and they want to start putting pine nuts and cranberry and shit like no just give me my fucking lasagna or my ravioli or my chicken and let's be done with this anyway flying so. Italian airways yeah <laughs> oh Lazio we're gonna go hey, kill the we're gonna go kill the blacks Let's go. <laughs> they always said Mike that was Mike that said. By the shitter. By the shitter with Bobby. <laughs> Me and Bobby in the back. <laughs> what did you do here? Bobby Parker in the back with the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. What an All right. Let's go. Let's keep, let's keep moving here. Sorry. I love it, like, Chris Chuff doesn't listen very often. She's like, she's now seen exactly where this podcast has evolved to. It's never normally like this. <laughs> no, we need to take four weeks off and more often now. Uh, sending an email to someone asking a number of questions. This is from Night and Day Podcast. Sending an email to someone asking a number of questions and getting a response with only one question answered. Oh. Alana is the manager of the boys hockey team, and this has been a huge gnaw for her. Answer all the questions, says oh Peach. Oh, my God. God, see if you send me an email asking a number of questions, I would send it to you with them numbered one, yep. two, three, and I would expect just as common courtesy <laughs> that you would reply answering to each of those with a little number 
So I could associate the answer to the question. Yes. I the, copy and paste. If you did that to me, I would answer like that for you. It, it winds me up in text messages, though. Yeah. Often, like, you send a text message with, like, this, like, a couple of things in it. And like you get like a thumbs up emoji. It makes me want to find the person and beat them to death with my phone. Is that a sender or a receiver issue though? Should you be sending that many issues by text or by email? Well, if it's at work, you may, you need to send it by email. You need to send questions. But what annoys me is you then feel like a dick when you ask again. Yeah. There was an, an instance recently where I sent a message to someone, and I won't name them because they might be listening. <laughs> and it was on WhatsApp, and they left me on read, and I waited like six hours. No response. So I messaged again and then was accused of badgering. <laughs> I was like, no, it was a time-sensitive issue. Oh, okay. All right. Read receipts are the worst Fuck, thing. Yeah, like those, those two. I, I hate using WhatsApp for that exact purpose in case I see the two wee blue ticks and I'm like, ah, any fucking chance. You know? I turn, I, I'm about to turn mine off, like, just so they can't see mine, I can't see theirs, and just let me know when you get it. But yeah, that's a definite, definite no Big for that. No. I, I, at work, I'll do that just because I'm trying to work on being, oh, sorry, Chuff, go ahead. No, I was just, I was oh, that's right. I'm trying to be a lot clearer at work, especially with the new job. So I will do that. I will copy and paste their message if they ask a bunch of questions, and I will actually change the color of the text. I will write back in red saying, this is the answer to your question. So there is no doubt I am answering everything that you've asked me. Mike, I love that, man. Yeah. When you're a digital strategy and web development manager, you need to be clear. <laughs> hey, blow that horn, baby. Hunk, hunk. All right. Um, Chuff? I mean, no, I can't imagine Eddie was going to say bro. No. Sociopath. Uh, David, let's we'll plow through these because we, we got tied up a bit. Uh, David Hunter, cold baked beans from the tin. I'm saying no after witnessing the girl, the girlfriend's sister eating them. She's a wrongin'. She needs to be beaten to death with a tin. My sister eats cold beans. She eats cold sweet corn out the fridge. She eats cold ravioli. Right. I mean, cold I've, sweet corn, I agree with. Yeah, I can do that. But the other two, fuck that. I mean, I She'll eat, eat cold peas. I'd eat cold um Just fucking cold like pizza. pizza. Cold pizza's good, yeah. Cold pizza's I eat cold ravioli. Let's let's say I oh made on, ravioli. That's a big show, like. If I made ravioli for dinner and it was sitting on the stove still and then I was like cleaning up and I would pick at it, but I wouldn't like go out of my way. Like I wouldn't sit down and put it on a plate. Yeah, if cold, I'm gonna you know? sit I don't think it's cold ravioli in the sense of homemade. I'm guessing it's from a tin. Which is already no, bad no, ravioli. Be, no, it'll be, it'll be homemade. She doesn't eat oh, right, ravioli cool, cool, at the time. Cool, cool. She's a good, she's a good cook, cook, mate. Fucking, I want my man to talk Fucking, <laughs> She taught me too. You've seen my spice cupboard, boys. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. We'll, we'll put up a post we and we'll, cook. we'll put up a list. Of, ask, we'll ask people, what foods is it acceptable to eat cold? Okay, that's a good we'll question. Because so, I don't think this, is, this isn't this is a yes or no question. Baked beans for me is a no. However, pizza for me is a bra. Curry for me is a bra. Yeah, I like cold curry too. Cold curry is nice. Cold curry is the shit. What me? You could never have cold and you can never reheat as chips. Mm, yeah. yeah, chips have a, a, a shelf. Could you not refry them, maybe? Is I've never tried. Is it worth the effort? No. Anytime you could refry them, you could probably. Especially chippy chips. So nah, I'll leave those alone. Sidebar, no. my cousin has an air fryer. Woo-wee! So does Mama Mac. They are great. And they we, are fantastic. We were, we were having a few drinks up at my cousin Mark's house, and we were all getting a bit peckish, and he chucked a load of just as the fri- French fries in the air fryer for 20 minutes. Change your fucking life. You're good. Amazing. Mama Mac's no fucking about. She's peeling potatoes and cutting them motherfuckers oh. homemade. So... 
air also, fryer. Bro. Apparently, Hell yeah. Apparently sausages as well. Link sausages in an air fryer. Good. I put in, I've been eating out of an air fryer for the last like six months. It's really good. <laughs> literally came back from that night with half cut wine in bed on Amazon price in air fryers. <laughs> the good ones are <laughs> cheap. They yeah. are. We They're not out. cheap. Mum's yeah. got a good T-Fowl one. It's T-Fowl. Fucking nice, nice piece, by the way. Oh. She's already showed me how to work it. I've been going fucking ham on mozzarella dippers and all my favourite <laughs> fucking snacks. No, I haven't. So you need something because like we, we kind of sometimes like when you, when you we take when you off your teeth, so you go for a munch. We sometimes set up the party foods. Oh, can yeah. you just want a wee buffet dinner? Like we'll that. just knock in there, drop twenty quid on the buffet food. You can never quite spring rolls sticks. Properly in an oven. No. Same with jalapeno Impossible. poppers. Impossible. Put them in an oven, it's just it's a mess. Yeah. You're looking at a man who has tried, 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 and tried again and failed every <laughs> fucking time. I've seen this is the most we've ever connected, Andy. I've oh, seen you look dead across. Honestly, I'll go up the road oh my God, and I'll take make a photo of that tonight and I'll send it to you when I get home because oh, I might do. peel a couple of times and make chips to go that macaroni cheese you left in the fridge that you oh. made me. Oh, why can't we go record at your house? Let's eat. I know, I'll drive to four for it. Yeah. Mama Max cooking like. I'll have another word, but I'll see what's I'll be like, I promise I'll tidy my room and make my bed for the rest of this week. The annoying thing as well is because we were running so late, and we only had time to grab some quick little Morrison's, I'm starting to get really fucking hungry, so when we wrap this up, I'm almost definitely going to order food. Yeah. Almost certainly. I'm going to go eat when I get home too. Do you have food in your house? I've had dinner already, but I'm going to find something to eat. We're done with the bra and Oz. Do you want to move into... What we've been watching or listening to? I thought you wanted to talk about sports. Sports? Uh, let's get ready to Yeah, me too. Just before Mike goes off on the NFL, can I just say, Big Lawrence is <laughs> tearing that. He's just shank. tearing that league apart. Big How many goals he's got now? <sighs> What's he on for the season? Fifteen or Ooh. something? Now? Must be on that. He's got another hat trick there. Um, and now the talk is that Rangers and Celtic are looking at him. We have got to keep a hold of him. If he leaves in January, we. I said this to you boys weeks before. If we lose him or he gets injured, we will not score the goals to go up. Because we were one down uh, Arbroath two weeks ago and he scored 88th, 90th minute to win 2-1. That guy's goals will get us back tell to you where what, we belong. Mark, as well. mm. see, see, I'm not in touch with... If, uh, if the Arabs are pushing for promotion towards the end of next year, we should all go out for one of the... Sort of the, la- the later games in the season. Yeah, I'll take I'm down for that. Take nah. you to a game, no problem. Yeah. Get up to the playoffs. Might man, mean nah. that we need to go and sit with all the fucking old boys eating their werthers in the George Fox stand. But <laughs> we'll get there. That. We'll get there. But, I'd uh, also like to congratulate yeah. Rangers on winning the Scottish Premier League this season, this weekend. Oh, yeah. did they? Yeah, no, no, they didn't. But they oh. beat Aberdeen. But you'd fucking think so if they Twitter that they'd fucking won. Ah, uh, is it a show when Jordan you doesn't points, kick points, them in Just because you drop two Honestly, but I think it's. I get fucking bottom of the league heads, man. Come on, tough man. Apparently it was fucking the high beats. Oh, uh, yeah, denied a stone waller. Well, you day. get enough of them that you don't deserve <laughs> throughout the season. So move on. But I know, fair play. Uh, so Mike, go and sound off. Sound off. Hey, hi, Giants are back, baby. No, I'm just joking. Um, give the Deadskins yeah. a wee. S- yeah, they a, got a, a spanking, you boys, huh? I told you, the Deadskins, man. They're, they're pretty shit. bad. They've they're been, bad. They need to get rid of Dan Snyder. 
Which won't but, happen, but yeah. No, but he's, <laughs> he's the reason that the, 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 the organization's been running to the ground over the last 10 to 15 years. I, I thought they were going to get rid of their coaches today, actually. They said that if they lost today and went 0-4, or you lost yesterday and then went 0-4, that they were probably gone. Welcome but, to Jet Life. Yeah. You know what's annoying me about being a Jets fan is like, all the players are saying, like, ah, yeah, man, we're almost there. We're almost there. I was like, ah, fuck off. The season started. I needed you to be there four, <laughs> four weeks, weeks ago. ago. The analogy I'd use to the Redskins would be it's like a tree. You can cut off all the dead branches and all that, but the roots are always there. Yeah. And the tree will always be fucked. And that will be always, forever the problem that they have as long as Dan Snyder's the man at the helm of Washington Redskins. Yeah. He's, uh, and that organization needs a needs a clear out from top to bottom. But before that, before the they beat the Redskins two weeks ago, they beat or a week ago they beat uh, Tampa Bay. So they came out midweek before that, and they said that they were starting the new guy who I went off on on the podcast. Let's said he was terrible. We can, can we try and see if we can find that? Oh, he's gonna splice that in, and make me sound like an asshole here. Okay. Yeah, look. If you went, you had enough time to fucking find every time I sounded off on Rangers. <laughs> That's true. Surely. <laughs> Because that's every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just pick any episode and I know at some point there's you'll be there, putting off there. So they started Dan- started Daniel Jones and um, of course I was working that day, but I was watching the game at work and I was like, oh shit. And I was like, this is pretty pretty interesting game, which I've never felt for as for being a Giant fan in like the last four or five years. And the soul uh, finally got home uh, at 11 o'clock or just past 11 o'clock and it was toward the end of the game and they were losing and I was like I'm not getting invested in this game because I know what they do they, they, they're going to suck me in and then they're going to fucking chew me up spit me out and they're going to lose and then I ended up going out with Connie with the dogs coming back and then I saw the final score and I was like I got to go back and watch this right now and I watched it it was the most even though I even knew the final score it was the most exciting quarter of football that I've seen from that team in I don't even know how long I can't believe you didn't Watch it live. Why are you going out of the house? Because I thought they were just going to lose. Bless this is how bad. bad. Bless your team, Mike. I know. Win or lose, you don't just walk away. I know. He doesn't know. do walking you, away. You, <laughs> you had to know that your old dad was going to give you a row for that when you I said know. Oh, I know. I know. So now everyone's shitting on me now because I shit on Daniel Jones, the new quarterback. And I was like, who, you know what? I'll take uh, it because they're that? winning. What was that? Was it the Browns that you tweeted the, the nice wee shovel pass? Oh, yeah. That, that was, was beautiful. A thing of beauty. The look yeah. away shovel pass that was so well timed. Did they win? They did win yesterday. Won big. Beat up. Um, beat up on Baltimore. Shit, so that was good. Yeah, but uh, it's good. It's good to be able to watch football on Sundays and know that your team has a fighting chance. So. What's the Giants' record at the moment? They are now uh, two and two. They're two and two now. A game out of first place in the division because Cowboys lost Sam, last night. Sam Donald's apparently been cleared for non-contact work this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I kind of felt bad about that. Because, like, a lot of people were clowning and they're like, oh, he's got mono, and everyone was telling all their mono stories. I was like, yeah, that's like a real disease. It's it's glandular fever, isn't it? I think that's, yeah. You were talking about this last week, weren't you? I'm telling you, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, I I don't know how bad, what the difference is, but, like, to a point where, at points you can't sleep, because obviously you naturally swallow just so your mouth doesn't fill up with saliva. And if your glands are up, Every single swallow is excruciating. If you've got it bad, and oh man, fuck that for a laugh. Yeah, uh, I, I just thought it was 
especially in this sensitive climate that we're in, for someone to make fun of someone for having a disease, I just think that that's a bit. I don't. I don't know why it went as far as it did. I'll uh, leave it there. Because <laughs> of sports, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Does that that do you make you happy with that? Yes, I'm happy. There'll be more next week when the Giants sure. beat up uh, we'll, Minnesota. Will we roll into watching and listening to? Let's do it. What have you watching and listening to this week? You know you don't have yeah, to say that. <laughs> I might just leave that in as the thing. <laughs> <music. laughs> yeah. Don't even need to do it. Just that was pretty. Uh, who wants to jump off first? I'll jump in because I've only got uh, two things. Go for it. So I've got Swain's new EP, Swain, mm-hmm. local path rapper. Um, I recorded and mixed all the vocals for it. I didn't produce any of the beats on it. But he's just released his EP there, Out in the Sticks. That came out on Sunday or Friday, can't remember. But yeah, really, really good. Um, I don't want to be biased, need to remain objective. So I'm going to give him seven bananas because I know the hard work that he put in. But I think it sounds really good. And on top of that, for me, this is the second project I've done with him and the development as an artist. Yeah, it's starting to come together. He's really starting to discover um, what makes him unique, sort of his own sound. Um, And he's just getting so much love, man. Like, he really is, within the Scottish scene, getting a lot of props. And he's doing a lot of stuff with the 1250 TV guys. Mm -hmm. And obviously, they've got a very, very big platform, particularly on YouTube. Um, And it's just really good to see another guy locally putting in the work, getting the rewards and I just want him to now go and take that next step on and yes, see so. where he goes to next so nice. yeah I'm going to give him seven so do recommend anyone that likes a little bit of sort of trap beats and that kind of stuff he's very very unique you, he doesn't sound like a Scottish rapper does he? No see as when I because I, I listened to it this morning and when I was in the gym today and I thought at first it was someone else rapping on the song because I thought it sounded sort of like Londonish. And then all of a sudden, he just oh, I must have not been paying attention, but he yeah. doesn't sound like your average Scottish rapper. But he doesn't sound like he's trying to be from, you know, uh, no, Brixton or something. He wasn't, like. wasn't forcing yeah. anything. It was just his, his, like, just his, his delivery is very style. different. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And um, his double tracking is super, super tight, man. So, like, you know, he'll double track up the same lines and they're, they're never out at all. Like, everything is just so on point. But it's just a pleasure to do his EP and the response that he's had for it and then the response for the production values, I guess for me a little bit, mm. has been really, really positive. So really enjoying that. Other things, FIFA 20. Hey, oh, how is it? Your old dad is making big candy, boys. Big, <laughs> big money. You want to see that fucking team that I'm rocking, by the way. Oh, oh, this is oh. this is when we admit that Andy isn't moving. He's just been playing FIFA for yeah. the last couple. No, no. <laughs> we've, just, we've, just, we've managed to wrench him out of suit. <laughs> Turn off the fuse box. <laughs> no, like, it came out on Tuesday. But what I will say is I'm going to give it the monkey uh, sword fight banana score right now, and I'm going to give it three bananas out of ten. Why is that? Because it's fucking badly needing a patch for online. Oh, like, okay. You know your old dad's the fucking transfer king. Yeah, yeah. So I'm probably going to be sitting. I would think after week one, which will be tomorrow at midnight, I would probably hope to be in and around the one million coin profit mark for the first week. And I've got a fucking god tier squad, but the top traders in the world they're all sitting on around about two point eight to three point three million. So I've got a god big, tier. I've still god got a big, tier. big jump to go to be up there with the big boys for the so, trading. But so the how gameplay, long? yeah, is fucked. But Online. because it needs a patch. It needs a patch, man. How long does it take for them to patch it, though? Oh, they came out and they said that they were going to patch it at some point in the next couple of weeks. But at times, uh, it is literally unplayable uh, because you've got mad button delay. So you're 
hitting the buttons to try and do your commands and it's not registering or when it does register there's obviously a big lag on it yeah the skill moves you know Jordan like you play on the Xbox 2 like the skill moves on the right stick sometimes you'll you'll go for the heel to heel flicks or whatever you're trying to do step overs and it's just not registering your skill mm. moves so I'm literally at the moment just doing variations on fake shots for skill moves with the mm. B and A button it's fucking brutal um, it's needing to patch the passing's not ideal and the goalie's fucking palm everything out I, people I, just run shoot your goalkeeper and all he does is just go uh, and palms out to their striker just fucking taps into an empty net time and time I and time again we, me and the wee man were playing and you playing FIFA 20? yeah the automatic usually the automatic passing is usually fairly spot on I'm playing fully but, manual settings at the but moment but unless you're brutal. like no I mean like when you pass off like to you directionally pass to a player Mm-hmm. It tends to go, but like you have to be like bang on with a direction. Otherwise, it'll go like even if you are slightly left, it's it'll not. go like right the other way. The fucking. So you guys are playing offline though. Mm. Like you I'm man handed me my online. Yeah, back, so yeah, yeah but I mean, I'm, I'm getting, I mean, the first weekend leagues this weekend. Um, so I mean, I'm sitting looking at it. Plus, I'm out in the sticks at my mum's, so she's only. I mean, her download. I don't know. It's like five meg. Mm. So you know, I'm I'm struggling. I mean, my record. I've, I've played like eighty games. I think I've got about I'm about sixty and twenty at the moment. So I'm winning probably three out of every four. Mm. But I mean, don't get it twisted. I am fucking having to fight hard now. Normally, I'd be sitting about this point around about Division Three, Division Two. I'm fucking down in Division Five at the moment, man. I'm I'm fighting hard. Like it is. I can see that's hurting. You. I can, I'm looking at for our listeners. You can see Andy Max hurting right now. Yeah, but devastated. Here, but here's the thing. <laughs> Because I'm also a game player, I'm also a menu player because I, I trade so much. Mm-hmm. I'm making so much money this year. <laughs> I'm making so much money. So, okay, the gameplay is needing the patch and the online is feeling a wee bit broken at the moment. On the flip side, at least I've got the menus and my transfer market and all the, the trading stuff that I do and I'm making... And I just got player of the month, Lewandowski, 90 rated striker. Oh my God, he's fucking God tier, man. Absolute <laughs> God tier. So yeah, I'm going to give it three bananas because at the moment, as far as playing online, you know, I don't play offline. I mm. play competitively. It's not it's so the good. standard I expect of a game that is going to be literally played competitively. It, it's just mm. not good enough. It's not. Okay. So yeah, three bananas. Fuck out. Well, I'll, I'll, do wee, I'll do a wee jump in. Um, Watching uh, Chuff got me into a show on Amazon called Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. All right. It's uh, set in the 50s about a, a, a Jewish woman who becomes a stand-up comedian. Obviously in a time where it, like, it was a fairly male-driven uh, world. Very funny. Very, very funny. I didn't expect, because Megan watched it before, and I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but really, really enjoy it. Looks fucking fantastic. It's cast really well. Written really well, shot really well. So I'm going to give that an eight bananas, because like it looks amazing, but that it doesn't skimp on the content. Yeah. Characters are all really well written, like the ones you like. And what I do like is in the first season, there's a character who's massively, massively unlikable, and in the second season, the arc has made him like he's actually a really good character. Like like the way that they've actually shown and they've shown him why he's changed as a person as well. Very good. Um, friend of mine, Tom. Uh, just released his new EP under his, uh, his moniker, This Collision, three-track EP. Oh, was he at Blendin too? Yeah, he was bl- yeah. yeah, a friend of me from work. Um, really good. Like, see, he produced it all himself, writes it all himself. I've point, point him in Andy Mack's direction for when he finally goes around to putting an album together. Um, so there's one really heavy song. It's kind of 
not pop punk, but sort of like modern rocky punk type music. And then there's a couple of like acoustic tracks on it as well. Big fan of the first song called Flint. Um, the other two, I can't remember the names, are a bit slower. Um, so I'll probably give it a six and a half. Um, like I say, he produced it all. I came up, I'll give it a seven because, like I say, self-produced. There's all his own promo stuff as well, and then he played at Blend there. An unbelievably te- uh, technically gifted guitarist, really, really fucking good. Um, and other than that, there was something else. Went to see it chapter two a while ago. <sighs> Five bananas. Trust no face good. is telling me that that's getting a low score. Five bananas, like because I really enjoyed the first one, and there were parts of it. That were, like the third act was fucking brilliant. The third act was really, really good. It was cast fucking tremendously, but the pacing was all over the place. Like there was ramp up the film, and then nothing would happen for 15, 20 minutes, and it would go fucking mental again. But didn't gradually build. And the, what the, what was good about the first one is it had a good. I was really good at building the suspense, building the tension, and then it'd be, it was funny. Um, a guy called Bill Hader. You'd know oh, he's he, great. He was fucking amazing, and he plays it. And like honestly, if you didn't know, you would think that they did get the adult versions of the kids from the film. Like they were so well cast, really well shot. The guy who plays Pennywise is fucking brilliant as well, Bill Skarsgård. And it's hard, like see, when you have guys like Tim Curry's was unbelievably famous for his portrayal of Pennywise. Like anyone who was sort of from the late 80s to the mid-90s was terrified of the it clown, even if you'd never actually seen the film. But Bill Skarsgård is fucking sensational at it. But that gets a five just because it didn't live up to the first one. Um, and I think that is it from me. Yeah, I'll do me it. for this week. <clears throat> um, I watched... Finally got around to watching Surviving R. Kelly. Oh, it's on Netflix now. It is on Netflix, yeah. Um, it's on Netflix now. <laughs> yeah, it was just fucking weird to see that he went through a lot of trauma himself early on and uh, that kind of transferred on to to the his victims, you know, starting with, well, not starting with Aaliyah, but just to hear like these young girls, like where he was literally going to high schools and picking them up. I know we talked about this a couple of, well, not a couple of episodes. We talked about it when it first came out, but it was just just really, really awkward to watch. Um, but it was it was interesting, especially somebody who we all liked R. Kelly back in the day. I mean, made some turned out some really good music. I'm really upset that I can't I can't in all good conscience listen to Ignition anymore. Yeah. Unless what I'm gonna do is see if I'm gonna go online, find an MP3 converter and steal it so that any time that it comes on, I'm not giving them any money. <laughs> But it was also disturbing just to see like some of the people within his entourage just kind of talking about what was going on with like a smile on the face. And we're like, well, we knew we had a thing for young girls. It was kind of like, yeah, you didn't step in and do anything about it though, bro. So a bit creepy. Um, the Circle has started. Has anyone watched the I show? you talking about this last time. So yeah, I started that. It was pretty good. This season's pretty good. A couple of good characters on there. You have such a thing for reality TV. I know. I'm such a weirdo. You've, your problems really developed. Actually, we've watched this habit get worse and worse as the podcast has grown. It's terrible. I'm awful. But uh, our, wait, Surviving R. Kelly, I'll, I'll give that a seven because it kind of lagged toward the end. Uh, maybe a six, actually. Sorry. Give it a six. Uh, the Circle started off pretty good. Uh, it's, it's building up. Uh, like two people, I think two people have been chucked out already, you know. Fuck them. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, also, more reality TV. <laughs> uh, Love Island, but the American version. Oh. 
I watched maybe like four episodes of it. I will say that the host, um, Ariel Vandenberg. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram. She's fucking hilarious. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that was her name. Yeah, she, she I, I only ever remember because I first heard about her because she used to be the lead singer for the Arctic Monkeys and she's she's not a bad looking woman. Mm-hmm. But she does like loads of skits and stuff. Didn't you fucking start? <laughs> <laughs> she does loads of skits and stuff with her and her fiance and her Instagram and they're both really funny, really stupid, so she's she's worth a watch. The the guy that does like uh, who's the what's the guy who does the British one uh, Sterling Ian Sterling he does he's the comedian that does kind of like the the in between scenes he makes all the jokes up and stuff but they don't have him for the American one and it's just terrible the guy that does it's awful it gets a one from me it's not very good Ooh. and you know if I'm put if I'm shitting on some uh, people Mike if, <laughs> if I'm shitting on American first of all American TV and reality TV you know it must be bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Succession, the show Succession. I've seen people going crazy for it on Twitter. It's pretty good. Yeah. So it's just about a uh, an old guy played by who's the the Scottish guy, old Scottish guy who's an actor. Not Ian McKellen. Um, Sean Connery. No. Um, old he's Scottish very guy. Very blustery kind of guy. He talks like this. Oh, Brian Blitton. No, he's Brian weird. something. Yeah. Brian, Brian Cox. Something no, Cox. I think if I it is Cox, want to say Robbie yeah. Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Nah, it's something Cox. His last name is Cox. Cox. Yeah, Brian Cox. That's what his are name. you watching? <laughs> Not C O C X. Scottish Cox. C O C K S. I don't know who this guy is. Brian Cox. He's in Succession. He's also was in Super Troopers. Uh, but anyway, so it's about he owns this multi-billion-dollar company, and he's ill, and his basically a power play between him and his, his children and just because he's been probably a shitty Brian dad. Cox Brian Cox there you go just because he's been a shitty dad all of his life there you go oh that guy yeah <laughs> oh that guy but uh, I'll give that give that a strong give that a strong seven and a half it's a good it's a good show it's quite like dark humor in it but not dark humor as like pertaining to death it's more kind of dark humor like our family's terrible but we're gonna make jokes about it That's you know fun. yeah but it's, it's pretty good check it out um, also listen to DMX Flush My Flesh Blood My Blood today while I was at work I was fucking bopping in my seat like, <laughs> I, watched, I watched Cradle to the Grave last week oh god fucking tremendous. he was supposed to be like this huge actor he just started doing crack he, again he was not a great actor in Cradle <laughs> to the Grave sure he had a video game at one point as well did he? I'm sure he did I know 50 Cent in that all Everyone on Def Jam, well, they had the Def Jam yeah, yeah, video that, game. That might have been it. That and then everyone on Def Jam seemed to be, they must have had a good team. DMX, right? Seeing that guy opens his mouth on a record, you just can't help but feel fucking hyped, man. Hell yeah. Like, Love there's DMX. just something about his delivery and his voice and just the way he approaches a track and all his little mannerisms and yeah. his little barks and all that kind of stuff. He's just, he's just, a, he's just a unique guy, man. Like, what was you've it? got... Is it Deadpool? I think the first Deadpool, like, the, the scene where it, like, he goes into, like, the third yeah. act. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's X gonna give it to you, isn't it? Give it yeah. To you. As soon as that, see if you're in the gym and that comes on, you, like, crank on an extra couple of weights. Hell like, yeah. Gosh. It's like, you bet, you know, you look at all those guys now, you're like Ja Rule and all that. They never get the, they're never held in, held in the same sort of esteem that somebody like DMX is, even though he hasn't made a hit in fucking years. I know. He's still considered, people are just like, fucking love DMX. I think he's not like him, people man. that everyone knows X going to give it to you. Even if you don't know the depth of his back catalog, mm-hmm. you know... He's had a couple of massive Go hits. Max, yeah. He still tours, man. That's, see, well, he, still, he still tours. He does, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The start of Cradle of the Grave is called Go to Sleep, 
with DMX and Eminem, and I forgot how much I love that tune. Ooh, I don't remember that. Go to sleep, bitch. That's in so white when I that. Go to sleep, bitch. Die, motherfucker. Also, in the same vein as your old dad, I picked up EA's other effort for the... 2020 Madden. Madden baby Well I didn't pick it up I got it for my birthday From the cons Love you the cons playing uh, Madden Ultimate Team No not yet I'm just getting my Kind of feeling for it And then I'm gonna dive in Cause I got the 10 hours I think I said to you Before I left yeah. Valentine I got the 10 hours And I played it And uh, the Ultimate Team Was pretty good I made like 100,000 coins man In the 10 hours Really I was fucking packing Team of the week <sighs> Wide receivers and that I need to get you over To teach me <laughs> Bro. See if you ever had the time I'd love to watch you On your YouTube channel Yeah Like you unboxing players I'd watch to, that To shit. be honest It's really quite boring It's quite a monotonous task It's like a lot of Looking at the markets On Futbin And that kind of stuff And analysing Tune in for your comments And me. sitting planning for uh, Yeah opening packs man Like Big flares Mike <laughs> We like big flares in the I'm packs. getting in there. I'm going to be texting you for advice. Dude, here. get on the Ultimate Team. It was a lot of fun. And yeah. it's got a really good challenge progression system through it. So you don't need to go out and like smack loads of online games. You can play like the offline yeah. modes within Ultimate Team and still generate a fuck ton of coins to go and build your yeah. Ultimate Team. It It's really good. And the cool thing with the Madden and the NHL Ultimate Team, sorry, I got a tangent, mate, instead no, of course, right. but what they do is now is they put all these cool features into Madden and like that first. And if they're successful, then they take those features and then they go into the big boy, the big money yeah. maker, which is ultimate team for FIFA. Yeah. So generally what you find is Madden get all the cool features and all the new shit a year or two beforehand. And if it works, then we all get it on FIFA later on. Madden's fucking ultimate team is great fun, man. So I wait, just uh, wish I was into it more. Oh, uh, shit. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, we were talking about Madden, Ultimate Team, and I was going to ask... Shit, I forgot. You can ask me later. Yeah, I will. The trading tips are open 24 7 We got Chuff. Um, so I read in about a day the new Margaret Atwood... Atwood... Atwood oh, God, why can't I speak? Atwood book, The Atwood. Testaments, which is a follow-up to The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, all right. Pretty good. All around. Um Bleak. Well, yeah. Um, any book about that will always be bleak, but um, good. A little bit predictable for my liking. Um, but overall, well worth a read if you like The Handmaid's Tale. Um, different from the TV series as well, which is good because the TV series has sucked recently. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah, it became just uh, unlikable, to be honest with you. Um, and especially considering the first series relatively stayed alongside the book. And then we were always going to make leaps within the second series, but it just got to a point that you were sitting there just going, like the actual motivations and decisions of the characters are ridiculous and don't make any <laughs> sense. And it is literally just a, how can we continue to drag this out? Whereas the book's gone down a completely different route and makes sense more than a TV series. So um, generally, if anyone likes The Handmaid's Tale, well worth a read. Um, I'd probably say like a seven. Oh, yeah, right. no, I really, really liked it. High um, praise. I also just started watching. I've only watched one episode because I'm not watching anymore until you watch it as well. The Americans. Ooh, it's ooh, on ooh. Uh, Amazon Prime and it's about a KGB couple. Oh, no. Who, that um, be good. Is it comedy? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. No, but it's, it's, it's really, really good. So it's about, it's got Kerry, Rus Kerry Russell, want to call her? Yeah. Um, it's a husband and wife, in air quotes, who are actually KGB spies, but are 
so good at portraying American life. Mm. I mean, you cannot tell they're KGB spies. They've got kids and everything like it. Like they've they've lived in America that long. They've got two kids and they now live across the road from an FBI agent who uh-huh. is specializing in finding KGB agents. Huh. Oh, so it'd be like a nice game of cat and mouse yeah. there. Yeah. Over like 12 episodes I've or something then, yeah. I've not actually good. fully finished the Prime. first episode because I turned it off because I was like, I knew I thought it was going to be something we could binge. Mm. Um, and I mean, I've always like seen it on those lists of TV programs people should watch and like the top things that have happened in TV this week and stuff like that. And it always looks genuinely amazing. Not that I have any clue what's coming up, but well worth a watch, actually, mm. if anyone's looking for something new to binge. We'll, we'll come back with a rating on that one. Yeah. Uh, from where I'm at already, I'd say Nine Bananas. I've like, still got my Prime we- account. So yeah, that might one. be one that I actually check something out for once. Oh, hey. honestly, I would highly recommend it. <laughs> All right, that's going in the so notes. Far. Anything else? Um, I'm a very boring woman. We all, I just remember when we, what, what I watched for the first time all the way through Inglorious Bastards. All right. I have talked on this podcast how I fucking love Tarantino. Shite. I fucking loved it. Did you? I, well, the thing is, for years I've always thought it was crap. I've never gone through, but see once I actually got past it. The, the scripting was great and the ending was fucking spectacular. And I said this to me, I was like, say what you want about Tarantino, but the cunt kens how to end a film. It's just like shooting that boy in the pus with the oh, machine gun in there. Oh, Hitler's <laughs> face. Oh, the bit where like, they've got the, the lassie, so they're portraying this, spoilers for Inglourious Bastards, I, I suppose. Mean, it's a bit of an older film now. But the bit where like, they're in the, the theatre watching that film about the German sniper and then the Jewish lassie's face comes up on the screen and then they light the theatre on fire and then at one point her face is projected onto the smoke while it's all burning. It just looks sensational. But mm. uh, it's not my favourite Tarantino film. I'll give it a seven and a half bananas. Seven and a um, half. But I love me some Tarantino, so... I'm going to give that a re- retrospective one. <laughs> I thought it was absolute garbage. But then that's, I, it's, it's, that's a lower score. I love Tarantino. So that's, probably, that's probably my least favourite Tarantino film, but... I'm, I'm surprised you've only just seen that, then. Yeah, me th- honestly, I used to have it on DVD and I just never managed to get all the way through it. Because it was that TV. good. <laughs> maybe just wasn't at the time wasn't it something I didn't appreciate it for what it was did you but see his most recent one I've not seen that yet most yeah. time in Hollywood. I heard mixed things about it yeah it's not good but that's the same <laughs> most Tarantino films like you get in between because some people said it was fucking magnificent yeah. so I love Brad Pitt too me too that's why I wanted to go see it I like, Brad, yeah. I like Leo too oh god love Leo love Leo love Leo he can anyway. just kind of do what he wants because so, oh. he can just do whatever he wants it doesn't matter how shit is that's what I said when you watch the mighty things like that Kanye West thing, he could just do whatever he wants. People will just be like, "Oh, it's fucking amazing." No, he's another one. When actually, if you apply a little bit of critical thinking to <laughs> step back and look away, being objective, yes, you certainly look at it and go, "Actually, that's a heap of shit." Garbage. He's only doing garbage. Where do we put these? Now, people- hear that? <laughs> yeah, with samples. He's just sitting there on his ASR <laughs> sampler, fucking just pressing one key. <laughs> Yeah, any fucking donkey can do that, man. Like anybody can press, press one fucking key on a sample. There's <laughs> nothing. And everybody's missed. like, "Oh my god, the old Kenny's back!" And you're like, "No, he's what? <laughs> Come I've on. missed your old dad. Me too. He got. He can't. He makes me angry, Kanye West, man. He's, he's not as good as everybody. Andy, Andy's been be, sitting man. really relaxed on the microphone, but right now he's double handing it because he's he's spitting the knowledge. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you wrap this up, boys. Right. Thank you once again for your continued patience. That has been a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, it was been really fun tonight. Thank you once again to Chuff for giving us our living room. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Chuff. You're very welcome. Um, I. 
Um, Fight me, bitch. Oh, my God. Why would you say that? Whoa. Come at me, bro. <laughs> I mean, I was going to go down that route, but you just jumped in there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking see you outside, Rana. Oh, oi, 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 oi. <laughs> Could beat the shit. <laughs> 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 she's about five foot two. Oh yeah, but she can still beat the shit. Yurfi Craigie, she's a lethal lassie. <laughs> Rana's always in the gym too. She's constantly in the gym. Uh, what? What was that? What's that comment? Just that she can probably kick my ass too. Huh? She's, she's she's feisty. That's she's strong. Really Stop digging, Mike. Stop digging. Okay, shut up, Mike. Jordan, wrap up. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening, liking, contributing to this. Ladies and we will be another couple of weeks before we're back at full speed. But we really appreciate everyone sticking by us. And like I say, November time will be fucking cooking with gas hit. Um, you can find us on Facebook, iTunes, Podbean, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I'm on Twitter. Oh, sorry. I'm on. I am also. My timing's all off. I am also on Twitter at underscore M Dance. You can find me at Macapella. Jarvis still doesn't know her Twitter handle. Dive it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on one of theirs. I can tell you what it is. Oh, okay. I just wanted to read our ad again. Yes, sir. Uh, David Hunter, patron decorator. Um, I, if you've been listening to the show, last couple of shows, getting the house getting the house looked at, exterior, because mm-hmm. David Hunter does the painting on the exterior, and because the guy who I have to fix the rough casting on the outside of my house, because he's probably not going to come until October, November time, Probably going to need to wait to get it painted in spring and summer, which is really, really good because David Hunter is now taking bookings for spring and summer 2020. So make sure that if you do have any exterior stuff that you want it done, make sure that you, you give him uh, an email, decorator at gmail.com. Also, search for him on Facebook, please. David Hunter, Painter and Decorator. Yes, sir. Do it. Do it. Now, thank you once again. We love each and every single one of you. Peace. Peace. Oh. Hey. Oh,